Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Good morning, sunshine. Time to talk to your favorite handyman. I'm so happy to talk to you. You've been my go-to guy for years. So cozy up with your coffee or get to work. But whatever you do, keep that radio on and tuned in to House Smarts Radio. Good day, sunshine. Good day, sunshine. Good day, sunshine. We take a walk. Good morning. House Smarts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini, 857-557-4-LOU, 857-557-4568. How we doing, everybody? We're doing. How are you? I'm good. Well, I got Andy. That's good. <laughs> good morning. Right, last, good morning. Oh, it's, is that Don Kleppen? First of all, Andy Mazur. Yes. What, what do they got you like on a uh, like on a merry-go-round? They got you working every day. Yeah, I, I put up a cot here in the studio. I, I mean, at this point, you're like uh, the old <laughs> Mike Steven days where you used to sleep on Tom Peterson's couch. Yeah, exactly. Oh, those were good days, weren't they? <laughs> the couch was, you didn't want to sleep on that <laughs> I'd couch. been through a lot. <laughs> right. Well, I, I, I thought for sure we're not going to hear you this morning, but I'm glad you're here. That's Thank great. You. Good to be here. Don, were you in contract negotiations? You were gone for three weeks? <laughs> no, there's been uh, a, a couple weddings? of different things. Yeah, a lot of weddings. A lot of wedding stuff. I had my bachelor party last weekend. and um, yeah. Woo! Yeah. Survive. Go. <laughs> I here, yeah, I'm recovering. Did you go anywhere? Uh, no, we did it in the city and around the suburbs a little bit, but uh, it was nice. local. But, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, did you? Did anybody give you like a cannabis man cape to wear, like as you were walking? <laughs> I, that would have been a fun gift. Man, you know, nobody has as of yet. Anyway, I mean, the wedding will still he could, like be spread around, his wings. But, you know, he could put his wings up, and it could man. be like. Can, you know, I'm on I each know. side, you know, like I, a monarch butterfly. I, that's good. Well, I, I, would I think love maybe that. that's 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 going to be that's going to be my wedding gift. Hey, I love that, man. I will be so excited to see <laughs> that. Really, cannabis man capes that he and Gretchen can wear. Oh man, she'll love it she'll too. Like, be, she'll be like, he's so weird. <laughs> no, and she'll be she'll be into it. She's on her bachelorette uh, week, uh, this weekend. Very uh, nice. Yeah. That's all exciting, fun stuff. Yeah. That's great. That's awesome. For good sure. For you. Thank that's you. Well, Thank it's nice you. to nice to talk with all you guys. What an unbelievably beautiful day today. Oh, oh yeah. Man. Right? It's, this it's is lovely. what we've been waiting for. It could be a little warmer. Someday it's going to rain, but yeah. uh but it's it's certainly nice. Let's take what we can get, which is very nice. Um and uh yeah, a lot of good stuff coming up. Uh, I mean Memorial Day obviously is a, a a great day of remembrance of those who uh you know, sacrificed the the most for us to all be able to do what we're doing. I'm always very grateful. And uh, for that, and so it's a it's a somber occasion, but it's also one to uh, to remember those, which I think is really important. So that that's uh, that's good to do. And uh, Andy, I'm very engaged now in the Boston uh, Miami series. Okay, because well, I've been you know I've been all about Jimmy Butler, of course, but now I think that Boston they may 
buck that trend of nobody's ever come back, blah, blah. They're working at it. I tell you that they, you know, they, the other night when they staved off elimination, it was a domination. They dominated yeah. the other night as well. Yeah. The scene shifts back to Miami, so it'll be a little interesting tonight in game six with a 3 2 lead for the Heat. Wow. Well, that, that's, that's just fun. That, fun, that's, fun that's, stuff. That, that's good uh, fodder, so to speak, you know, to kind of talk yeah, about right, that, right. that 3-0 and it's, deficit. And it's, and and I was thinking, I was talking to my son about this because like, oh, Denver's got to love this; they're going to get rest. But they the the start date of the finals has always been set, right? Yeah, June first, right? So it, it, yeah, they do get to go rest because they could still be playing, but it is what it is. There's always a debate about that. Would you like to keep playing because you've you know you've gotten on a roll? Yeah. Or do you need the time off? I mean, it's uh, it's that old uh, that old question, the conundrum, kind of with uh, all right. professional sports teams. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's a good point. I'll have to think about that. Think about it. Let me know. All right. Our word of the day, gentlemen. We haven't had a word. We've been lax on the word of the day for a couple well, weeks, I right? My, I, I apologize last week. Yeah. Well, Don didn't fault. hear the apology. Well, he, Don, he, he, like, texted me. He's like, what was the word of the day? I'm on my bachelor party. And I was so like, sorry. It was yeah. haunting me. Yeah. Okay. Sincerous. The word of the day is, okay. I, I, it's an adjective. Fudgel. Fudgel. Fudgel? Fudgel. Fudgel Pretend? sounds tastier. Well, evidently it's not. It has nothing to do with Fugil. food. Oh, okay. Fugil, uh, say it again. Fajil. No, that's like the oh. French way. Fajil. 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 Okay. Pretending to work without actually accomplishing anything. I've done that here on WGN uh. Radio for the past 28 years. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Well used. F-U-D-G-E-L. Fajil. What? No. Fajil. 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 Okay. I've never heard that word. Yeah, me neither. Oh, good. Well, there you go. Teach you something today. I love it. I love that you're teaching me stuff. That's good. All right. Well, our phone number is 857 Lou. But you know what we do first is we call you. And um, I can't remember. Am I not supposed to say we're going to send you a House Smarts pin? No, you can say it. I can say that. We now have House Smarts radio pins. And so when you're our first caller, when you set up on, we send a little social media thing and tell us we call you, then we're going to send you the pin. And uh, our first caller this morning is, um, we're going to call a guy named Don. Oh, good. All right. Good. Let's call Don. is in uh, Frankfurt, Illinois. Hey, Don, good morning. You're our first caller. Good morning, Lou. How are you? I'm well. How may I help you, sir? Um, I bought a 15-year-old house, and I thought I'd be proactive. I replaced the, the air conditioner, the furnace, the air filter. Um, and since we put it in, my, we've been noticing like the the floor is always dusty. Hmm. Uh, not on top of on top of the windowsills or on top of the fireplace mantle, but my wife will swift it, of course, three times a week. And the pads are always full of uh, of a lot of dust. And I've had the company come out, reputable company. They're actually a sponsor on the show. Um, and they've checked everything. The last time they were out, I've had to check the air filter twice. I'm using the proper filters. Everything looks looks good. The gentleman noticed that uh, he checked the 
the cold air return, and then he checked uh, the exit on the furnace. And he's recommending that they cut a, another opening into the cold air return because he's not getting a proper reading coming out. Would that be causing the dust or am I off on the wrong track? Um, it's possible, but can I make a suggestion as a test? Um, do, you have the heat, sure. do you have the heat on now? Um, no, it's actually the air conditioning. Okay. Is there any way that um, I can have you not use the air conditioning or the furnace for like the next three days? Uh, probably. Because I think that let's let's determine if, in fact, it is an issue with the furnace or if it's something else. Um, and if you shut the system down, have your wife do her normal swiffering, and you can help her. She doesn't have to do it all by herself. And, um, and uh, get it all clean and see what happens over the next three days. It's going to be relatively mild. And if all of a sudden... Um, you still notice that dust, okay? It could be, let me ask you, the the flooring on the house is, is all like a hard surface or there's carpeting or a mix of that? Uh, it's I pulled out the carpeting, I put in all hardwood floors that I had to vent clean after I did that. Okay. Um, and tell me about the base trim around the hardwood floors. Is the, Was that replaced or is there new... Is there new um, is there new quarter round around there? Uh, they, they installed a new quarter round. Okay. And it's pretty tight to the floor when you look around? Uh, yes. Okay. A lot of times you can get some drafting by the by the base trim, but if that's all new and relatively tight, I, I highly doubt that's the issue. Um, but it could be if you had the hardwood floor, you had new hardwood floors installed... Hmm. We it have could, an attached garage. Yeah, no, it could be residual. It difference. could be it could be a little residual dust that's in the flooring that's coming up. Let try this. Let's turn the system off for the next. Let, let's say two days. You don't even do three. I mean, if it gets hot, obviously I don't want you to be like, "Oh my God, I'm dying!" And you're loose in three days. You know. So I mean, obviously, if you're uncomfortable, turn the thing right. on. But if you can, let's shut the system down and see if it improves. Now, if all of a sudden it's like, oh, my gosh, it's like magic, right? Then an additional cold air return probably could help. But my bet is it has more to do with the sanding of the floors and the installation of the new floors, and there's residual dust that may, that it, that the one return is sucking up. Okay. I mean, it's not, uh, it's like a black dust. You know, it's not your white normal dust. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not along I dusted off the cold air return right. Uh, registers. Right. Right, and there you get you get like a white dust. Right, and they, they checked the A frame on the furnace, and and they said that looks clean. He said if we were sucking in dust from the cold air return, yeah, you'd that see would be, it. Right, you'd see it there. Yeah, right. Let's shut the system off and see what happens. Okay. All right, and then uh, if the dust still appears there, then we have to come up with some other. Um, we have to come up with some other option. Um, which could be sealing up the house, doing some caulking. It could be atmospherical around the perimeter of the house. It could be a whole bunch of stuff like that. Yeah, it's not on the windowsills. It's not on the mantle. Just the floor. It's not on the furniture. Right. Just the floor. Right. You know, my wife says we should send the Swiffer pads out and have it analyzed. You know, make sure it's not harmful and stuff. 
Well, um, I mean, that, that, I mean, if you're really concerned about it, that's not a bad idea. But with a 15 year old house, you don't really have anything in there that I doubt is, you know, the the the, the building materials are more modern, and uh, you know, you've got no stuff in there that could cause a problem like that. Okay. Yeah. She says it looks like a soot. So, you know, we don't use the fireplace and, you know, it's got the glass doors on it. Have you, if it, um, have you had that fireplace cleaned? Yes. When we first moved in, I had it cleaned. Okay. So now I'm wondering, should I have that done again? Probably not a bad idea for an inspection just to double check, just to make sure, um, you know, it's, it's an inexpensive couple hundred bucks. They can come take a look at it and just see. Right. Uh, you know, that it's all set up right. That that wouldn't be a bad idea. Uh, Don, i got to let you go. I'm bumping up against time here. I appreciate the phone call. It's 623 in the morning. You're listening to House Smarts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. You're tuned in to Lou. I did some research on a tankless water heater. I was told that there's a minimum water pressure. If you've got a question, now's the time to call. And I may not have enough pressure. I was wondering if there is a pressure device that I can check the pressure myself. No pressure. Look at me, I'm like a scientist. Now back to Lou Manfredini. Fire up the Bunsen burner and get to work. The House Smarts Radio. Love the Bunsen burner. That was one of my faves. Just put my hand over the top of it, you know, get yelled at, right? Typical boy in sure, grade school. Sure, have to do it. Right, Bunsen burner. 857 This is Wanda in Lockport. Hi, Wanda. Hi, how you doing? I'm doing great. Good morning. Yeah, hey, I'm on my... Uh my place of employment to fudge the next 12 hours away. Say that one more time. I'm on the way to my place of employment to fudge the next 12 hours away. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you're good. Yeah. You are good, 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 good. Very good. How may I help my you? Question, my question is um, the uh, wet room bathrooms. How reliable are those say that one more time i'm sorry i'm, I'm getting a little static yeah. from you wet room bathrooms where you do the membrane floor yeah how reliable are those you mean where there's no in other words the whole bathroom's wet and you walk right into a shower no curb or anything like that yeah i'm worried about leaking it's the second floor bathroom uh, well what is your ultimate goal wanda um, my son's a handicapped and he can't lift his legs, Got so it. I want something where he can just... If you hire the right people to do it, and they really take their time, it is a no. It is a non-issue. Uh, they will use uh, a membrane that basically creates almost like a, a very sturdy pool liner in the entire bathroom... They typically come up a couple of feet or so on either side. They don't go all the way up, but um, they, they can. That's a, not to say they can't. But um, once that's down, the tile or whatever substrate you end up doing goes over the top of that, and then it goes into the drain, and it is a very easy thing to do. Um, have you heard me talk about this company called Access? No. 
Okay, so it's a company called Access. This is what they do in creating living spaces uh, for people that want to stay put in their home and make it accessible. Their website is allaboutaccess.com. Okay. Allaboutaccess.com. Contact them. Tell them what you're looking to do. They're very, very good, and they can absolutely help okay. you. All right. Sounds like a plan. Have a great Memorial Day weekend. You too. Be safe. Appreciate you calling this morning. 857 Lou. We need to head into the WGN Radio Newsroom and check in with Don Kleppen. Hey, Lou. I wasn't paying attention, and I got super glue all over our dining room table. What you made me do? My refrigerator is always getting dirty. I get a fingerprint on it, and I get yelled at. Now back to your host, Lou Manfredini. It's usually true that when you just ignore problems, they just get better. Right here on House Smarts Radio. What you just made me do? Look what you just made me do. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Eight five seven five five seven four five six eight is our phone number. Let's uh, go back to the phone lines and uh, talk with Elvira. Is that right, Elvira? Is that you, Elvira, in Delavan, Wisconsin? It certainly is. Good morning. Good morning. Did you go to fish fry last night? Uh, no, no, did not. Mm. I should have, but I didn't. I went. I went to. Uh, I went. I went out to dinner with my. my our, our, I'll talk about this later. But our son Max is graduating from college this weekend in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and so we went to this really cute little restaurant that Lindsay says, "Oh, I know all the people that work there." Um, called Wine Not. Oh, it was delicious. It was really good. Is that in Kenosha? It is in Kenosha, right downtown, right by the trolley, which I almost got hit by the trolley. Have you ever ridden the electric okay. trolley? Have you ever ridden? I haven't. No. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, I'm just like uh, making my way to, I park the car and I'm making my way and I'm I'm crossing and all of a sudden I hear ding, ding, and I'm like this giant trolley. I'm like, who, well, sa- who I should- saved you this time? Yeah, no, but my bad leg, because I, w- I was going so slow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, I'm glad you're still here today. Thank you. Me too. Me too. How may I help you this morning? Um, <laughs> we're going to put wet and forget on a concrete slab outside of my condo window um, so that it doesn't become a fudgel job. Um, I want to follow the directions really carefully. Oh it said on the bottle that you should do it when it's cool and you're not expecting rain. So what I want to know is how saturated should you make this and how soon can you put the um, patio furniture back on the slab? Well, today is the perfect, first of all, nicely done on the word of the day. Um, and um, and uh, today is the perfect day because it's cool. Are, are you going to use the pre-mix? What are you, what are you using? It's the pre-mix. It comes right in the Yeah, in the bottle. bottle. Okay. So I want you to uh, I want you to spray it. How big of a of a pad is this? I would say maybe ten by ten. Okay, twelve by twelve. So you're you're going to use probably at least all half the bottle, right? So you're going to get it pretty wet, not drenched, but you're gonna when you're done, you're going to see that you've covered it pretty wet, you know, with this, and it'll okay. it'll it'll bubble up a little bit. It'll almost look uh, in some areas it'll look like soap. So just kind of get a consistent looking coverage with the sprayer and then back away 
stay off of it for a couple of hours. It should absorb in and keep it off a couple hours. You can put the patio furniture back on, and you're going to see results in about two weeks. Okay, that sounds yeah, good. It's really, really All good right. stuff. I will follow your directions. Have a great day. Appreciate your call this morning. Thank you. Bye-bye. 857-5574. Lou, 857-557-4568 is our phone number. By the way, i got to tell you about this great giveaway that Toro has coming up. It's their May Product of the Month giveaway. This thing is unbelievable. You should all be signing up for it. I, w- I would sign up for it if I was eligible, but we, Lindsay, are not eligible to sign up for the uh, giveaway. Toro has your back this summer, quite literally, with the Toro May Product of the Month giveaway. This month, Toro is giving away a lucky listener the chance to win the Toro 54-inch Time Cutter My Ride Zero Turn Mower. <laughs> Man, that is a name. Valued at $4,700.99. $4,799. Toro's My Ride Suspension System means no more rocky rides, so it's easy on the back, tough on the jobs. You mow acre after acre. This handcrafted high back seat gives additional cushioning and support. No sore backs or bottoms. Built like a bull and modeled after commercial machines, the Toro 54 inch time cutter My Zero Ride Turn Mower. <laughs> Couldn't we just call it the Toro 54 Bull Mower? Like the keep the, the like that, the Toro fifty four inch bull mower, mower, and then then the time cutting thing is like the linga thing on the bottom, right? Like that's the thing. Just throwing that out there. It delivers top technology, exceptional durability to give you a beautiful, professional looking lawn. You can turn, zip around, going. It's so much fun to use. You'll always want to be cutting your grass. The contest entry is as easy as mowing with this baby. Visit WGNRadio.com slash contests. That's WGNRadio.com slash contests. It ends Sunday, June 4th at 11.59 p.m. Central. Go to WGNRadio.com slash contests. $4,799. I don't know what else I have to do to help you people win a giant mower with a really long name. The Toro 54-inch bull mower. They could put horns on the front of it, right? Like a bull. That would be cool. That would be cool. That would be cool. 857-5574, Lou. 857-5574-568. This is Darlene in Fox Lake. Hi, Darlene. You're on House Smarts Radio. Hi, Lou. Nice to talk to you. You as well. How may I help you, dear? Um, I have, um, um, I live in a mobile home park, and I have um, a holding tank, so... Every time they pump it, and I want to ask them what I can do, this or that, and they say, don't put anything in your drains, don't put anything in your drains, but they smell like dirty socks, terrible, and my washing machine, too, and um, I need to put something in there that is okay for a holding tank. I don't know what the difference between septic and holding tank, but... I mean the difference in what well, you put so, in them to so wait, wait, help wait. something. So you're the the water service that you have to the home is that up on a well and septic or is it a or a well rather or is it a city water? It's well water. Okay, and so does that water itself have an odor? In other words, if you pour that in a glass and put your nose on there, do you smell something? Um. Not really. A little bit, but not awfully bad. It doesn't have that sulfur smell. Got it. We have a lot of 
calcium and lime okay. a lot. But the drains, like you're noticing if you go to the vanity drain, it's got a little smell to it. Yes, it just permeates up, and it just smells like dirty old socks. <laughs> that is not what we want to smell when we go to the bathroom. Um, well, there's other things we don't want to smell, but that we don't want to smell dirty and socks. My kitchen, and my kitchen sinks are the worst because... Okay. Here's what, know, I, I, here's, what, here, here's what I want you to do, because I think that this could be not an issue with the drains. Well, I think it's an issue. You, you do have traps, right? When you look underneath the sink, you have a little J-bend, I'm, I'm assuming, in every sink, right? Right. Okay. I want you to go to the hardware store, or maybe you even have one, and buy what's called a tube, T-U-B-E, brush. Mm-hmm. It's a thin little brush, and in the drain, mm-hmm. you're gonna in the vanity drain. If you can take that little pop up out, I want you to take that tube brush in the drain and pour a little pine salt and scrub the side walls of the drain all the way down to the trap. Oh, okay. I think the odor is coming from there. Okay. Yeah, and I, too. And I want you to do that there in the kitchen sink where you've got the dirty socks, and even your bathtub mm-hmm. or shower, same thing, all the way down to the drain. Then let's see what happens. If if it's a miracle and all of a sudden it's like, oh, my gosh, my socks are clean, um, then yeah. we're good. But if you want, there is a product called EcoFlow, which is an enzyme which won't bother your holding tank. And won't bother the guys coming to pump the thing out. And before you go to bed one night, you put a little bit of this in the toilet, you flush it, and then don't use the toilet till the morning. Okay. And it will munch up any of the debris or junk in there and clean it up. But I bet your issue is what I described with the tube brush. Okay. Um. Well, if I can find somebody to do that, I'm 80 years old, so I'm not sure I can tackle that project. You, Darlene, 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 this is, listen to me, this is easy peasy. You can do this. Come on. I got your back. I got your back. You can do this. All right. Okay. Okay. If I, if it isn't that and it doesn't work and I use that eco flow, is that something I can put in every drain? Or just the toilet? It's it's really for the toilets. Okay. Because it's okay. going to clean the drain. So, But this two-brush okay. thing, I think, is the issue. All right. All right. And I heard you talking last week about green gobbler. That's not something I could use, is it? Well, that's a drain opener. The thing is, with the EcoFlow, it's an enzyme, and so it's designed to like work slowly to clean things out. Um, so, oh, okay. so oh, the green okay. gobbler is good, but it's not, that's really not what it is. Okay. All right. I will try the brush and the pine soil. You're good. You're a good lady. I appreciate you calling this morning. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. We're broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studios. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. So recently we have this pounding that's happening. Bang, 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 bang. It's not like, you know, somebody's bang, 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 bang. It's an even bang. <laughs> Do the banging again. <laughs> it goes bang, 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 bang. Now back to Lou Manfredini live and taking your calls right here on House Smarts Radio. 
it's really important to know what the banging noise is, you know, because it could mean something specifically. Or you just Welcome back. 857-557-4LU8. That is one of my favorite things to do, right? To get them to make the noise and do it again. And then they, they know they're, like, as they repeat it, as they start to repeat the noise, when I say, oh, what, what does it sound like again? And then they go, oh, you're just making fun of me. Like the water heater that you just made me do? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You kind of look like uh, Bing Crosby when you did it, which was pretty funny. 857-5574-LOU, 857-557-4568. This is Todd in Park Ridge. Hey, Todd, good morning. Hey, good morning, Lou. How are you? I'm well. What's going on? Are you running? <laughs> I'm enjoying this glorious morning. Running and listening to House March Radio. This, ladies and gentlemen, this is a listener right here. Come on. That's awesome. How may I help it's you? It's a beautiful thing, isn't it? It is a beautiful thing. So uh, so my, my issue is about 15, 16 years ago, we uh, rehabbed our house in Park Ridge and um, wrapped it in hardy board. And I haven't heard it lately, but like tail end of the winter, I started to hear the scratching marks like in the interior part of the wall. And uh, I suspected it was like field mice. And sure enough, you know, walking around the perimeter of the house, in this one area, I saw this hole kind of where this wood, where there's wood kind of meeting the ground. Okay. Anyways, I'm not really sure if I should just expect that probably with the nicer weather, they're probably gone, or should I kind of box them in and let them die? No, 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 no. Don't box them in. So here's what I would do. Um, are you, are you, uh, are you adverse to, uh, having the mice expire? No, not at all. Okay. I, I don't, all right. I don't suspect I'll smell anything. All right. You know? No, you so. will. You will, but we want to get them on the outside. Oh, so do you, do you, own, okay. you have any pets? I have a small dog. Okay. Yeah. So I want you to buy some bait traps or, or bait stations that are pet proof they're like a plastic internal like you you see them uh, commercially they're like the big giant black plastic boxes but they make small versions for home and i want you to put that where you see that hole okay on the ground so your dog's not going to bother it dog's not going to bother it anyway but you're just going to make sure but you're going to buy this then i want you to loosely stuff some newspaper in that hole Okay. Then on the inside of that hole, what's on the other side of that? If I'm in the house where you found this hole, where am I? So it's in the old part of the basement, and I, I did purchase, I think it's an interior box, and I placed it in the, in the old part of my basement, and I, and I haven't seen any, any um, you know, any, they, they could crawl in, and there's like a green right. I do, I know, this, tablet so, in there. Right, so this is what I want but, you to... I don't want you to bait them in the house. We, okay. want, we want the food source on the outside, and on the inside where you put that thing, I want you to use a repellent called Mouse Magic. Mouse Magic, okay. Okay, that's a repellent. They're going to come in the house and go, oh, I don't like this smell. It's not going to bother you, but they don't like it. And then... So there, it's just a spray. I'll no, no, it's right. a little sachet. Nope. It's a sachet. Oh, okay. And you open it up, and it'll smell like Christmas, but they don't like it. And <laughs> put it right there. Right. So then they're like, I don't like this. Oh, look, when I go outside, there's food. 
so I don't need to go inside. When you come back and you see the paper came out, you're like, okay, they're coming in and out of that hole. Put the paper back in. Keep baiting. When the paper no longer moves, the mice are done. Patch the hole. We got it, yeah. Okay, so the the, the that mouse sachet, put it around the sill plate of the old part of the basement. Inside. Probably inside the house, right? And then the uh, Bait on the exterior. outside. Bait on the outside. Cool. I'm very jealous. That works for I'm me. very jealous that you're running. You know, I haven't run in a long time, and now I just got a new knee. So <laughs> every time I see somebody running, or yesterday I saw people walking up the stairs, you know, one leg at a time. It was or two, you know, yeah. alternating legs. I'm so jealous. So keep running, in my all friend. Fairness, it's, it's part part running, part walking. Whatever. I'm here. I I would do both of them. <laughs> that would be great. Well, good luck to you. Thank you for listening. Have a safe Memorial Day weekend. Thanks, Lou. You too. Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. Hey, you know what? The news is next from the Northwest. I watch, like when I watch basketball, and you know, I'm watching a basketball game, I'm watching all these guys moving around. I'm like, look at their knees. Oh, you look at all the things. So you're like, they were alternating legs. I watched people yesterday when I was at step, the graduation. Like By the way, what is with the colleges and the multiple days of graduation? Well, like really last like night celebrate. was the commencement, which I thought that would be graduation. But then there's now tonight, today, there's some, I mean, it's all great, right? You're very, very proud and everything, but mama mia, it's a lot. But I watch people walk up and down the stairs. I literally was jealous. I was like, oh, look at that. Mia, I, still have, I still have to go up one leg at a time, but I'm walking around. It's exactly what I want to do. I'm walking around, no cane, no nothing, all good. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, the news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. More House Marts Radio coming up. Getting ready to tackle those home improvement projects on your own? Do I need to fan that out a little bit and then put some mud over it, or what's the best way to do that? You can do it. Give it a shot. How good are you at doing mud work, John? And if you need any help, Lou's here to walk you through it. Um, well, I'm, I'm about to find out. <laughs> now back to Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. Last night when we uh, got back... Oh, by the way, uh, Andy Mazur, yes. during the news. Right, my... my was fudgling. Oh, he was he did, fudgling. He did it. Hey, wait, Andy, wait for it. I got to wait for the music to stop taking care Andy Mazur did use the word of the day. Good job, Andy. Fudgling along. Fudging along, very nice. Thank Don, you did you did we miss yours, Don? No, no, I haven't used it yet. All right, all right, good. Just making sure. It's, a, bu- it's a build up for Don. Yes, got it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't like um, to. I don't like to. You know, <laughs> gang up in one. Right, right, right. Exactly. You want to spread out the love. I love that. I love that. I like to get so, out of the way so I don't forget. Um, have it, uh, have either of you gentlemen? I, I don't know this. Have either of you gentlemen served in the military? I have not. No, me neither. Me neither. Lindsay, not in the military. No. No. So. So Max is uh, uh, so our son Max is graduating from Carthage College this weekend. Congratulations to Max! Big deal. Yes, our our nice. fourth child, our fourth child graduating from college, which is a big deal. Um, so all four Manfredinis have now will now have a college degree, which I think is a pretty huge accomplishment. My wife and I are very proud of all four kids, but the last one it's really something. And he and he really did well, and it's all it's just you know all good, just all good. So we go to this commencement last night, which was at the in the chapel for like an hour. And as I mentioned, you know, they're like, and then today there's a thing today. Okay, whatever. We're going to celebrate it. It's awesome. But they gave out these honorary 
degrees. Like they gave out the alumni award, you know how they do with these commencement addresses. And this honorary degree that they gave, an honorary doctor of public service degree to a Captain Amy Bowern Schmidt of the U.S. Navy. To say that this is an impressive woman would be an understatement. She was, so, so they're starting to talk about this woman. Who's there, right? She was the first female naval aviator to land a plane on an aircraft carrier. Whoa. Hmm. The entire chapel that we were in, filled with people, there are 500 graduates and their parents, right? So it's full of people. Standing ovation for at least five minutes. Wow. Just yeah. at that, right? I mean, just to... You know, in a world where, in particular in the military, it's been dominated by men, right? So now you're thinking, wow, that's impressive she did that. Oh, wait, there's more. She just finished a 21-month tour of duty as the commanding officer of the USS Abraham Lincoln, which is a Nimitz-class aircraft carrier. Wow. Jeez. Mm. So for all those little girls out there, you can do anything. I mean, and all those little boys out there, too. But in particular, you want strong, powerful, we need strong, powerful women in the world. Mm -hmm. And this woman is impressive. Mm. I mean, something else. And she's been nominated to become a rear admiral, and they're waiting on the Senate confirmation. I mean, talk about impressive. Absolutely. Right? Little Carthage College. She's originally from Milwaukee. Right on. Probably a Bucks fan. What's her name? Her name is Bowen Captain Schmidt. Bowern Schmidt. Amy Bowern Schmidt of the USS of the US Navy. I mean just award, you know, award after award after award, just an impressive. It was just really really and to see all those young people just honor this woman, it was really something else. And then, so then, uh, before we went to the event, uh, we went and grabbed dinner, Mary Beth and I, because it was just parents that could come to this thing. And we go to Wine Not, where Lindsay evidently knows everyone. And um, uh, he goes, oh, yeah, my buddy Grant uh, says, uh, you know his dad. I go, oh, oh really? Who, who's his dad? And he says, oh, Jason Wright. I go, Jason Wright? He was a senior when I was a freshman in high school. And I did know his dad, whom I haven't thought of in 40 years. And sure enough, at the end of the graduation, there's Jason Wright. No way. They've been friends nice. all four years. You know, yes. I mean, why would I ever make that connection, right? Right. And his his family, they live in Iowa, so it's not like we would run into them, you know, type of thing. But is that under the small world? Uh, He's right. been his friend Lovely. all four years, and a guy I went to high school with is his father. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> right? I Crazy. wonder when he made the connection. I don't know. He's like, oh, yeah, by the way, it's that's so Max. Oh, by the way, you know, like that's so my son. Just like, oh, by the way, yeah, you know his dad from high school. <laughs> it's crazy. Anyway, it is a small, small world. So congratulations to all the graduates. Um, we've got a bunch of high school graduates in our family and college graduates. About uh, today uh, for our son, Max Massimo, uh, super proud of him. Um, you know, it's you. you just never know where life's going to take you. Uh, and, um, the journey is, uh, it's not promised. And so to accomplish that for all of them, you all did it. And, uh, really, really happy for all of them in particular, our son, eight, five, seven, five, five, seven, four, Lou, eight, five, seven, five, five, seven, four, five, six, eight. This is Jennifer in Arlington Heights. Hi, Jennifer. You're on house radio. 
Good morning, Lou. Thank you very much for taking my call. Of course. Okay, here's my problem. Um, we have been looking for a contractor to, and have talked to both um, electricians and some roofers to put the wires that, um, that would heat up during the winter to prevent the ice buildup and dams um, in the gutters and roof and all of that. And we cannot find um, anybody who will do it. Do you have any suggestions? Oh, uh, 100%, 100%. They actually advertise on this show, and they advertise this very service, Arnold Electric Sh- Services. Okay, Arnold Electric Services. So okay. Arnold Arnold Electric, I believe their website is ArnoldElectricChicago.com. Okay. And, um, All right. And, and quite frankly, uh, now is the best time to do that. You know, not in the winter. Oh, yeah, here we go. Uh, I know. I, here, I have a phone number, too, if you want it. Oh, great. Thank you. 847-565-1167. Okay. And call That's them perfect. and tell them we spoke about it. They can help you out. They're really, really, they're excellent. I've used them on a couple of jobs and... Um, they're they're terrific. They really know their stuff. That's great. If I can, I'd also like to give a shout out to Mega Pros. We used them a couple of years ago. Could not have been happier. Um, not one bad thing could I say about them. That's they awesome. Were fabulous. That's awesome. That's so. great. We always love to hear that stuff. Thank you so much for calling. I hope you have a safe Memorial Day Thank weekend. You. you do the same. Thank you. Bye bye. 857 We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. You're listening to Lou Manfredini. Oh my gosh, we've had the worst problem with ants at our house, and I've used my go-to traps that I love. Since I did that, the ants are gone. Bringing you lots of useful information. Now, it could be a combination of all things that I did, and this was the, the final rocky punch, right? I can't see anything. And lots of, well... Fun facts. Remember in Rocky 2, they're rolling Rocky in a wheelchair. The reporter says, Hey, Rock, any brain damage? And now his eyes are completely swollen. Shut He goes, Not that I can see. Now back to Lou. <laughs> what were we talking about? Right here on Our Smarts Radio. Welcome back. 857 557 Lou. Eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. Back to the phone lines. This is Laura in Huntley. Oh no, hold on. Let me try it again. Hi, Laura in Huntley. You're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning, Lou. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. I um, just moved into a home in Huntley, and the AC furnace and hot water heater are two thousand three, two thousand and five. Do I wait till they break or maybe replace just the water heater? And if I do that, do I do a tankless or a regular one? What's the difference I know besides cost? Mm. That was my first question. And then she has beautiful wood floors. And she told me, don't ever use wax. And then some people say, just use vinegar and water. I just don't want to wreck them. Yeah. So what would be the recommendation for that? And then finally, she had a dog who peed on the carpet in the guest room in the master closet. 
I've had somebody come out to clean them. The stains came back worse, and so did the smell. Should I just rip the carpet out or try again? That's a lot of questions. Yeah, boy. <laughs> when the, you know, the show's over at 10. Um, no, I'm kidding. Um, so, <laughs> I think a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if the stains came back on the carpeting, I'd just replace the carpeting. You know, you're if you're going to... I realize it's in a, if if your budget allows, then I would do that. Okay, just replace it. Right? Correct. Don't yeah. you no, know, and then just be done, and then you get fresh carpeting, looks great. Then you know what you have, and it's clean, and blah 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 blah. On the hardwood okay. on the hardwood floors, I want you to start using Bona Kemi hardwood floor cleaner. Bona Kemi. B O B B O N A. Next word, Kemi. K-E-M-I, hardwood floor cleaner, with their microfiber, they have a microfiber um, pad, you know, like a mop. Spray it on the floor, mop it up. It'll, it'll It's pH balance specifically for hardwood floors. It'll look great. It won't damage them. There won't be a residue buildup. No vinegar and water because uh, it's an acid base. It'll eventually dull the floor. Okay. Okay, so now, Bona Kemi, you can buy that at Ace. Okay, your water heater, your water heater and your um, furnace. An AC. An AC, right. Um, you know, the thing is, is that if you plan the replacement, you tend to get a better price than, my water heater's out, I need you to replace it. Yeah, quick come, I have right. hot water. Right, so... Um, you know, with the furnace, you said the furnace is 2003, right? They're either 2003 or 2005, all three units. Okay. But they, but the furnace is working. Yeah. Okay. I don't know about the AC cause I haven't used it Got yet. It. All right. Let's, let's, let's do the water heater. Okay. So that you can plan that out and you get a better price. And I want you to try something that I think you'll appreciate so we have a sponsor called center guard plumbing okay and i'm going to give you the phone number and you're going to go take a few pictures of your water heater with your phone okay okay like you know portrait landscape smile chin up everybody you know make it really look good (laughs) show the water heater if it has a uh if it has like a if it has a, a tag on it that says, you know, 40-gallon water heater and the serial number and all that kind of stuff, take a picture of that. Sure. Take a picture of the okay. piping and the venting above it. And then you're going to okay. text You're gonna text that to Center Guard Plumbing. Okay. And they're going to give you a bid on that just by sending them a text. Okay, great. Here's the number. Ready? Yes. 847 406 8883. Okay. And which do I get? Do I get the tankless or the regular? So then you can talk That's to the them. So the so you can talk to them about that cuz they do both, okay? okay? Um thing with the tankless, you know, the on demand, they do cost more. How many people right. live in your home? Just me. Yeah. I mean, where, a, where an on-demand water heater, in my opinion, makes a lot of sense is if there's multiple people living in the house, you know? Um, and um, with just you, do you travel a lot? 
<laughs> no. Okay. To me, I would just I I would get a forty gallon tank water Standard. heater, and you know it's not and and you'll get at least ten years, if not more, out of it. And for you by yourself, it'll be just fine. Okay. Great. On the furnace and AC, let's go with this season and see what happens, and maybe plan it for okay. the fall. Okay. And then one more quick question. There's a couple little cracks in the foundation, but I'm on a slab. Do I have perm seal or somebody come out and seal them? They'll give, you, they'll give you a free assessment to see what's up, and they can give you a price. Absolutely. Oh. Okay, great. All right, thank you so much, Lou. Have a great day. I appreciate your calling. I hope you have a safe Memorial Day weekend. Thanks. You do likewise. Yeah, thank you Bye-bye. very much. I appreciate it. Uh, 857-5574-Lou. Um, our Noodaloo 2, I was trying to think of, you know that new DC movie that uh, is coming out, the Batman, or the Shiz- no, what is it called, The Flash? Mm-hmm. Have you seen the previews for The Flash? No. Well, this yes, is going to go well. Don, I've Don, have it. you seen? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so okay. there's some kind of, well, I'm just going to talk to Don. Saves the day. Yeah, Don saves the day. I've just well, seen a trailer. Because he's cannabis, cape. he's cannabis man, and he's like the cape man. The cape's on coming. The cape. So there's some kind of weird time thing, right? That's going on in the yes, right, yeah, because that's the Flash's like ability. He can jump around. He can go. He can jump around time. Mm -hmm. What? She's rolling her eyes at me. Done. But um, uh, but what's his name? Michael Keaton, who's like was the original Batman. Yep. And I appreciate that. I I personally think the best. Although the Christian Bale one was very good, but very different. He was brooding. Totally. Our Noodaloo two reminds me of Batman. Ah. See where I'm going? Excellent. Can't see it. Has nothing to do with Batman, but you'll have to stay tuned. Can I give you my just my comparison real quick? Sure. Not Batman. I think it looks like a Ouija board mover. Oh. Or you know what else it looks like? It looks like a. It looks like a. If it was a different color, it looks like a. Um, a what do you call it? A ladybug. Oh. Mm, I don't Spreading see its wings. And flying away. <laughs> I'm on the edge and, of my seat. Summer. And none of that has anything to do with what it is. <laughs> Let's head into the let's head into the WGN Radio newsroom and check in with Don Klepp. Time now for Noodaloo Two. I just love noodles. No, not noodle. New Two. New to Lou. Good times. Noodle salad. No noodles. It's new to Lou. But he does love a good pasta. Now we okay. One up, everybody. Now back to Lou Manfredini. New to Lou Two and House Smarts Radio. Papa's got a brand new bag. You know, I recently looked at that uh, scene where uh, Jack Nicholson does the good times noodle salad. Yeah. Remember that scene in that movie? They were like at dinner, right? No, they were in a car. Oh. Oh, He's yeah. in the backseat of the car. It is yes. one of the most hurtful monologues that he's saying about the two of them. It's, um, what's the actress? Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt and who plays the... Uh, I can picture him. It's like, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it's like the most hurtful, mean-spirited thing that he says. It's just terrible, other than the Good Times noodle salad. I was like, oh, that's so depressing. He's not a nice person. He's not a nice person in that movie. No. Which is, you know. But he turns good. Greg Kinnear. Greg Kinnear. He makes... He does. You want to be a better person. He does eventually. Right. Correct. Yeah. 
Our new Lou 2, by the way, is sponsored by ChevyDriveChicago.com. When you need a new ride, you need a new Chevy. And can I just throw out there, remember I told you I ordered a brand new, I ordered a pickup truck in January, and it arrived two days after my surgery. And I just got to drive it for the very first time two days ago. Oh, God, it's like torture. It was unbelievable torture. <laughs> and it is so nice. When you need a new ride, you need a new Chevy. And the Chevy Silverado, which is what I ended up ordering and getting, and with, I'm so happy. I can't I, wait to drive it. I don't even know how to use it yet. Like Did your I'm, wife drive, like drive it in She drove it first. She, like, drive she drove me around. She was Miss Daisy. I, I was Miss Daisy in the back. It was hilarious. Anyway, it's really fun. Um, okay. I did not want to do this Noodaloo 2. Remember? Remember when we were at the show? Let me grab it. I was like, eh, I don't get it. I don't get it. I think I did that. You, you did that? You over there. Oh, yes. oh, you didn't want to do it. Oh, right. You were you the, you were negative it. Nelly. You were like, eh, you're like, eh. And then I go, well, let's just go talk to the guy. And then you like, fell in good love. Times noodle salad. And then you fell in love with the guy. You that were person, like, he was very nice and he, he was personable. He was, and he was passionate. Yes. Right? And he was just telling us all about this noodle too that I said kind of reminds me of Batman. You said it looks like a Ouija board. Uh, I said it could look like a ladybug spreading its wings. <laughs> it's a stretch. Oh, it's not a stretch. You you just have no vision. That's the problem with you. <laughs> I see darkness. I, right, exactly. That's the problem. Okay, but sitting on the table in my house is a version, is something, it's a candle, and this was used to create it. But there's more. It's Memorial Day weekend, the unofficial start to summer. A time to honor and salute the bravest of souls we lost in service. Perhaps you're spending time outdoors with family and friends. And perhaps you're enjoying an ice-cold beer along the way. But half the enjoyment of drinking a beer is the aroma of that beer before you drink it. So friends... It's time to go topless. That's right. We all love a cold one, right? But drinking from the can takes out the pleasure of smelling the sweet taste of American beer before it quenches our thirst. Mm. Well, this weekend's new Tulu 2, the Draft Top Lift, allows you to pop that can top right off and take her back. The Draft Top is sort of like a fancy can opener with a rotational blade that sits inside the rim of the can to cut and lift out the top, pull tab and all. You position it over the can with one hand, holding the base of the can with the other. Then you squeeze the spring-loaded handles and twist it all the way around until you feel the top separate. Kind of like a can of corn. Voila! You're basically drinking that beer out of a can cup now, with no lid. Now, I bet you're thinking, Youch! Sounds like that's going to cut my lip. But remember, the lid comes off from the inner rib, so no sharp edges while taking those sips. This thing is super unique and will not only make a great party trick, it'll make you feel like the bartender extraordinaire that you always wanted to be. Actually, you're going to be like the talk of this party. Hey, by the way, what dad doesn't want that? Sounds like a great... 
a gift. But wait, there's more. So if you're not a beer drinker and you like a good mixed cocktail, say a Jack and Coke, save that to-go cup for another day and use the Coke can. Use the draft top to lift the lid, pour out a little Coke, and add your Jack. Roadies, take on a whole new meaning. The draft top lifts are made right here in the USA. Go for $24.99. And you can find out more on Lou's YouTube Housemarts channel. Hey, and be sure to click that subscribe button while you're there. I mean, I don't know that I would use this. I mean, for what you described it, but I would use it for somebody made a bunch of candles. They took LaCroix cans and took the lids off and then filled them with candle. Remember you gave me a candle maker? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do, I'm going to have a Pabst Blue Ribbon and I'm going to make a candle, PBR candle. I love it. Right? Or... Uh, I love that you're not even going to use it for what it's for, though. Well, it is. You're always thinking outside the box. No. (laughs) Well, I think that... I don't know. Do you think people would... I mean, I guess that's what he designed it to do. Right? Yeah. I think that if we were at a barbecue and somebody had this thing, everybody would flock to it, including you. And you did. I see. So it'd be like, oh, wait, try this. And then everyone would do it. Yeah. Like you put this next to the cooler. A uh, beer, like for Memorial Day. Yeah. Yeah. How much is it? 25 bucks. Huh. The guy was so nice. He was very nice. Really nice. And I don't know. I think I think it's cool. I mean, you don't need it. Do you need it in your life? Probably not. But <laughs> would it be a fun addition? Yeah. yeah. Right. You know what they? Well, you know what they? What they did, which is smart. It's got a little thing where you can tie a little. You can put a string on it, so you can hang it from the cooler. Hey, what's this? Oh, let me show you. Zip, zip. You're right. It would be if yes. you did one, everybody would want to do it. Or think of your like if you're at the beach and everyone like you bring a cans of Coke or whatever, uh-huh. whatever your mixing mm-hmm. choice is. Oh, you know what this is good wanna... for? Have you ever? You know what this? You know what they haven't thought of? Have you what? ever had a can of Coke or something like that, and a bee goes inside, and then you take a sip of it, and the bee stings you? <laughs> yes. Yes. This eliminates Ouch. that problem. You're right. You're right. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love when you open up the box, it says, drink topless. Just to keep you on your toes. Eight, go to our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube.com slash TV. All the information is there. 857-5574. Lou is our phone number. It is 746 in the morning. We'll take a quick break and we'll be back right after this. You are listening to your big brother in the business. That's right, Lou Manfredini. And he's taking your calls live right here on House Smarts Radio. Nothing wrong with a hard hat and a hammer. Welcome back. 857-5574. Lou. And the steel and cradle of the promised land. This is uh, Bob in McFarland, Wisconsin. Hey, Bob, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning, Lou. I have a tankless water heater, seven and a half years old, and the past couple months, I've been getting a loud boom coming out of it when you turn the water on, on and off rapidly. You know, you're washing your hands and turning off, turning back on and off again. Mm-hmm. And... So I had the plumber come out, inspect it, 
cleaned it up fine, no problem with the um, flame rods or anything like that. And then um, I decided to give Reem a call, talk to their technicians. And, and then, well, before that, I got an error code 11. So I, I'm intermittently getting these, uh, you know, it just won't fire up. So after calling Reem, they said, well, it could be a ventilation issue. I, after I sent them some pictures, what was happening is that I have my laundry room vent coming out the first floor and the tankless water heater vent comes out in the basement right underneath of it. And they are suggesting to get some separation between the two. So my question to you is... Wait, 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 hold on a minute. I'm just, I'm, I love this story because I'm just, I'm just going down the path with you. Uh, <laughs> sure. The, the bang, is it a, is it a one, is it like one, so you turn on the water and you're getting a bang or you turn it off and you get the bang? On. So normally you hear, you hear it engage and you, you hear a small little boom, you know, where, it, where, where the burner is firing up type of a boom. Correct. Yeah. Correct. But as you turn it on and off more frequently, like in succession, the boom gets louder. It's been getting that way, just firing up. And it's been that way for the past couple months. So okay. again, I had the plumber come out and everything looks good on the inside. So the ream text said, it could be a ventilation issue. Okay, now hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, wait one second. So now your tankless, your on-demand unit, does it have both an intake and an exhaust? Correct. That goes outside? Correct. And are those adjacent to each other, or are they separated? Yeah. No, they're adjacent to each other with one plate that covers it. Okay. And it's directly below and just a little offset the laundry room vent. The laundry room dryer vent. Correct. So if you can picture the vent coming out the first floor and the tankless water heater intake and exhaust coming out the the foundation just below it. And And they are saying that those two vents being next to each other may be causing this problem. Correct. Now... Have we thought about, does this happen when we're using the dryer? Yes. It it doesn't matter when you turn the hot water on and off, if the dryer's on or the dryer's off. It still happens. Okay, so then that makes no sense with the vent, because at that point, the vent is nothing. It's just a hole in the wall. So that that theory, to me, doesn't make any sense, right? Right. Well, I'm just telling you what was no, told no, no, to no, me. no, no. I understand. Yeah. I understand. Um, so I have an on-demand water heater, and mine is also. It, it's not Ream. Um, it's an EcoFlow, which is owned by, I think, A.O. Smith. And when are your it, vents separated? Not together. The vents are separated. They're not a single panel. So where the intake is. Okay. Where the intake and the exhaust, they're three, four, five feet apart. Um, okay. And but I will occasionally, when it kicks on, when that burner kicks on, you do get a little. You know, it's it's a it's a lot of BTUs, right? When the burner kicks on, yeah. And so you'll get a Agreed. little, not a bang, but you'll hear it. Like almost, there's almost like, a, you know, when it kicks on, it sucks. I think the, I you know what I think it is. 
When the plumber came, did he check the intake pipe? We did. We checked them all, and, and nothing seems nothing is clogged. It's all clear. Yeah. And it happens all the time. When you first turn it on, no. But when you repeatedly turn it on and off, after a while, then it starts happening. Mm-hmm. So, like this morning, I, I turned it on and not an issue. But you you start repeating. Right. So if you're at the kitchen saying, if you're at the kitchen saying, this is uh, um, sorry, but th- you know this is a, a technical thing that the tankless water people have to figure out because you know the reality of how we use water right if you're at the kitchen sink and you're washing dishes and you got the water hot and here you've had this for a while so you know the drill right you got to get the water hot first Mm -hmm. and then if you shut it off to do whatever oh i got to clean this dish and turn it back on it fires back up and that's That's where the sound right so to me that's more of a that's like a um Old cars, okay, old, old cars that had carburetors. I mean, back in the 50s, there used to be this thing. Well, there used to be this thing in a, in a car called a vapor lock in a carburetor. Oh, yeah, I remember. So, so yeah. I had an old uh, 1951 Ford F5 that we used to have at the hardware store, and it had a big old V8 engine in it. And when the engine was hot and then you shut it down, you would get this vapor lock sometimes when the fuel would like autonomize and it would create a bubble in the gas line and you couldn't start the truck. And it was called a vapor lock. And then you'd flood the thing and then you had to hold the, you know, it was a whole. I think what is happening in the igniter is a version of a vapor lock. And you said that this has not been an issue for seven years. That's correct. The other thing that Reem wants me to check is the static and dynamic gas pressure coming in to see if it's Changed. starving or not. Yeah, they want me to do it with a manometer. I don't know if there's a valve that would allow that to happen. But th- those are their two suggestions. I don't think it's either one of them personally. Well, so the, ga- the, the, <laughs> gas, the gas intake could be an issue. So the other thing, too, is, yeah. okay, where the gas comes in, um, where the gas comes into the unit, you've got a sediment uh, pipe, right? Like, I believe so. Correct. So where the gas comes in, there should be a T, and there should be like a little three-inch long piece of pipe with a cap. I don't know if it's three-inch long. I know there's a little cap below the yeah, yeah, yeah. where the bend is going yeah. up. Yeah. What I would do is, I bet you that I bet you I like the theory of the gas is starving and it's creating like an, a vapor lock. And I bet you the fix is to have the plumber take apart the gas line, clean out the filter that's in there, clean out that line, and then put it all back together. But it's not the vent. It's not the vent. The vent is, that's like somebody making something up. I I know that when we cleaned it out, we do have some drier vent lint you know, that comes into the hot water heater, uh, but it's very minor. Oh, I on the intake? On the intake? Yeah, I mean, it's very minor. Well, we, I we mean, found it on the inside. Yeah, yeah, I mean, okay, so maybe I'll... I mean, that's not good, 
right? But you're going to get some debris in there. That's just an air intake. It's for combustion. Exactly. I mean, you're just in life, right? If it's a if you live next to a cottonwood, you know, and something like that, that's going to happen too. <laughs> I think it's I think uh, it's I think it's a version of a vapor lock in the gas valve. Okay, I will go with that. The plumber comes Thursday, so I wanted to give him a heads up. All right. So let me. We do me a favor. I call me back. Yeah, call me back. I'm super curious about this. I want to leave you with one thought, though. Do you know if a bear takes off his shoes and his socks, he still has bare feet? Good one. Don't ever call the show again. 857-5574-LOU. <laughs> the news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. This lady loves Lou. And I've been listening to you forever. I love you, love you. This guy, he loves Lou, too. I don't think I've missed a show except for when I was out of town. Yep, another lover. Good morning. I love your show. I look forward to it every Saturday. But hey, that's not what this rejoin is about. We're not trying to oversell Lou. I'm just doing like a public service announcement. you got a lot of love today. I'm. This is really good for my ego. <laughs> so now you decide for yourself. Back to your host, Lou Manfredini on House Smarts Radio. What's love got to do? Um, Lindsay stepped away. Um, Don, did you get the Simply Best reference? I did. I loved that. <laughs> Couldn't help it. I had to, yeah, I had to I, go I gave him a tip of the cap. Yeah. Uh, he, went to, he went to Andy. He introduced Andy for his uh, sports cast and after doing a Tina Turner story. And Andy said, you're simply the best. Thanks, Don. And I gave him Aww. no heads up. I gave him no heads up. It was no all heads up. He's yeah. good. He's okay. good. I was thinking about it. I I don't I've always had a uh, I always loved Tina Turner and I was looking up some information about her. Uh, she was born Anna Mae Bullock in 1939 in Bronzeville, Tennessee, hmm. the youngest daughter of Floyd Richard Bullock and wife Zelma. They uh, worked and oversaw a sharecropper's farm, and uh, she was picking cotton at an early age, like in the 40s, right? And then her career her singing career started with uh ike turner the kings of rhythm in 1957 i mean this woman was performing for an amazingly long time under the name of little Anne. that's what she was known she appeared on the first record box top and um you know the 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 abuse that she uh, endured being married to Ike Turner was pretty well documented. And then she finally left him, you know, uh, it's going to work out fine. Uh, River deep mountain high, proud Mary Nutbush city limits, which is where she was near when she grew up in Tennessee. And then in the eighties, she launched one of the greatest comebacks in music history. I mean, I was, I totally remember this, her 1984 multi-platinum album, Private Dancer uh, contained that song I just played, What's Love Got mm -hmm. to Do With It, uh, which won the Grammy Record of the Year and became her first and only number one song in the Billboard Hot 100. At age 44, she was the oldest female solo artist to top the Hot 100. And uh, Better Be Good to Me, Private Dancer, We Don't Need Another Hero. Remember that from Thunderdome? Oh, yeah. Uh, typical Male, The Best, uh, Don't Want to Fight, Golden Eye. Break Every World Tour uh, in 1988, and then she set the Guinness World Book of Records for the largest paying audience, 180,000 people for a solo performer. Mm. Wow. That's crazy. That is crazy. Rest in peace, the queen of rock and roll, Tina Turner. What an amazing performer. Really something. 
I mean, you think about all the female performers that came after someone like that, right? I mean, you were just a Taylor Swift with the girls. I mean, oh, you know, right. it's, it's a, you know, there's an homage to to women like yeah. Tina Turner, right? For all those um, singers to come after her. There's did a, you ever see her? I never did. No. Oh man, yeah, me neither. Yeah, me yeah. neither. There's a documentary. I think it's on Max now, but it's like a four-parter about her life and career and stuff. And it's really, uh, yeah, very, very. Oh, good. that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you think about the '80s when she came out with all of that. All the strong w- female voices, Mariah, uh, not Mariah, uh, Whitney Houston, Madonna. Yep. I mean, yep. that was all around that same time. You're right. That was a huge era for all those female singers yeah. to come out. Yeah, that was a big trend. And now, yeah, it's awesome. God, God bless her. Good rest in peace, Queen. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. This is Roger in Orland Park. Hey Roger, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning, Lou. Um, got a question on uh, on the Central Air. I got a train that was uh, made in two thousand. At the end of last year, during the end of the uh, summertime, uh, I had it set, and it would. And, you know, this is at night, and it ran and ran and ran for like 10, 12 hours. The temperature would never go down, okay. and it would never turn off. Um, I'm thinking, is this something that is fixable, or being the year that it is, do I need to replace it? And if I do, who do I call, and how much do you think this would run for a new unit? Well, um is it fixable? Sure. Should you be spending that kind of money on something that is 23 years old? Maybe not. Now, let me ask you this. You say the air conditioner is from 2000. What about the furnace? Oh, the furnace I just had put in in uh, 19. Okay. All right. If it were me, I would not invest a lot of money in a um, in a 2000 AC. One, I think the bare minimum SEER rating now is 13, which is going to be more, much more efficient than what you had in 2000. And uh, I believe back then it was t- 9 or 11 that they were putting in on the SEER rating. And, um, you know, probably to replace the AC, A-coil, new condensing units, set it all up, size it properly, you know, you could be spending four grand, five grand on something like that. Maybe less, you know. what ki- do you, Did you do a train furnace or a different type of furnace? Oh, no, uh, different. Uh, The furnace is a carrier. Okay. So I would definitely do like equipment. So in other words, do a carrier AC with a carrier furnace. Um, Mixing mixing and matching is not... um, uh, is not is not good. You want to you want to do the uh, uh, the same one. There's an organization of the carrier dealers, uh, Chicago. Lindsay, is it ChicagoFAD.com? Factory authorized dealers, isn't that the website? ChicagoFAD.com. And if you go there and plug in your zip code, they will connect you with a carrier slash Bryant dealer to get an estimate on. Okay. So, um, yeah, did, did uh, how much do you think that would that would run about? Well, that's what I mentioned. I think it's probably in the three to four thousand dollar range uh, to just do the AC. Yeah, yeah. So basically, just but replace my, the unit. But my point is, if you go and try and fix what you have, let's say they tell you, "Yeah, we can fix it for fifteen hundred bucks." 
you're fixing a 23-year-old unit. Something else is going to break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so bottom line is just, just bite the bullet and get a new one. If your budget can afford it, then yes. Yeah, because like you said, what, what are you going to spend there? You're, you're, throwing money, almost... you're throwing money away, in my opinion. Right, right, right. Okay, that's ChicagoFAD.com. Correct. Uh, just, okay, fine, thank you. Uh, just, one, just one other quick one. That, that uh, Superzilla, uh, could you use that on, on the chain on the electric garage door? Uh, well, it's a cleaner and, uh, and a lubricant. So, yes, what, right. I, what I would do is with the unit unplugged, I would take a rag and I would, sp- I would spray the Superzilla on the chain, right, and then take a, a rag that you don't care about and run, right. run it across to pull all the dirt and the grease off of it and then just leave it. Oh. Okay. Spray it and then, and then wipe it with, uh, spray, with, a, with a rag. Right. Spray it, let it sit there for, you know, five minutes or so, and then pull the rag along to get rid of the grease and debris. Okay. Oh, very good. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Lou, and have a happy Memorial Day weekend. Uh, You have a safe one as well. I appreciate you calling this morning. Hey, you know what? It's time to hear from Lindsay about what's new over at Builder Supply Outlet. Thanks, Lou. Reluctant to redo your bathroom shower due to cost, mess, and downtime? Discover JetCoat. JetCoat is a luxury vinyl glue-up system with panels that click and lock together. Get a sleek subway tile or marble look without the mess. Installs over waterproof backer board or existing tile and easy enough to do yourself. The click and lock seam joints are leak-proof, so no need to caulk. Stylish and a major cost saver. Spruce up your shower with JetCoat shower wall systems. In stock now at Builder Supply outlet You already know that Barbecue Authority has Chicagoland's largest selection of outdoor grills, right? Through May 29th, Barbecue Authority has Napoleon grills up to $150 off and 10% off the Big Green Egg. Napoleon grills are built to last, and the Big Green Egg, well, that's more than just a grill. It's a complete outdoor cooking system that provides amazing heat retention. Just visit their showroom in Lyle, Elmhurst, or at BarbecueAuthority.com. Best selection, best prices, and the most knowledgeable staff. In-store only. Some restrictions apply. Weekdays on WGN-TV, meet a group of people who wake up and see things a little less sunny. WGN-TV Morning News, Monday from 6 to 10. Mm. It's me, Lou Manfredini, for the Gilkey Window Company. Energy bills continue to climb, so it's important your home is as energy efficient as possible. Did you know that Gilkey Windows, their fiberglass and vinyl windows, were independently verified as one of the most energy efficient windows in America? You know, that makes a huge difference all year long, especially with Chicago's weather extremes. Right now, here's another great reason to choose Gilkey. Get $1,250 off five windows or more, $3,000 off 10 or more, $800 off patio doors. Gilkey also has no money down, low, or no interest finance plans available. Stop by one of their showrooms to see these beautiful windows in person. No appointment needed in Palatine. They're open seven days a week, Chicago Ridge, Monday through Saturday, or to set up a free, no obligation in-home estimate from a trained factory rep, call 888-3-GILKEY. That's 888-3-G-I-L-K-E-Y, or just go to gilkey.com. You can choose fiberglass, or you can choose vinyl. 
Just be sure to choose Gilkey. You're tuned in to Lou Manfredini. I love that you people listen every Saturday morning. I'm so grateful. Thank you for doing that for so many years. Back when I started, Lindsay was how old for you? 15. Got a problem around your house? Give him a call. My shoes, I think, are... No, my shoes are brand new, actually. But I do have shoes that are 15 years old. Yeah, brand and new your shoes. pants. And my stretchy pants. Stretchy pants. Sometimes, when you are a man, <laughs> you wear stretchy pants. It's for fun. Now back to Lou, right here on House Arts <laughs> Radio. I just called to say I love you. I love you, people. Thank you for listening every Saturday. I just how Smarts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini, 857-557-4LOU, 857-557-4568. Go back to the phone lines. This is Scott in Wheeling. Hey, Scott, good morning. I'm pretty sure this is Scott. Hey, Scott. Hello. Hello there. Hi, Lou. Hi, how are you? I'm well. Well, how may I help you, sir? Well, I've got Marvin Infinity windows that I put throughout my house, along with sliders and off the patio. Okay. Um, they're fifteen. They're fifteen years old, and some of, the, of everything is perfect. They still look great. I, I love the windows. Um, there's a couple of them though that are really hard to put to pull up and pull down. And I, you know, I've thought about putting beeswax in there to kind of smooth it out, or but I don't know what kind of lubricant to use on them. So that's what my question is. Um, I'm familiar with the infinity windows. Um, the, the, do you tilt them in to clean them? Yes. Okay. I wonder if you didn't put them back right. Well, I don't know. I've, I've been doing them for years and it sure seems like, you know, I do, I clean all the windows and I do it do twice you, a year, spring do, and fall. Do you, when you take them, when you tilt them in, you don't take them out, do you? I do not. Okay. Do you know how to take them out? Um, I probably could figure it out. Yeah, I'm looking so, at them right now. So here's what I would try. On the one that's hard to... Yeah. On the one that's giving you a hard time. Yeah. Trying to remember their mechanism from 15 years ago. But the, when you tilt them in, okay, the part that stays yeah. the part that stays in the window, there's two little tabs, two little um, basically like, like teats, yeah. you know, like I'm, on a... I'm doing, I'm doing it as we speak. I pulled it out. Okay, now you pull. You're holding the sash in your hand. Oh, hang on a second. Okay, I'll be here. Don't worry. Show's over at ten. <laughs> I heard that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> so when um, you take those yeah, out, okay. When you take the window out, you'll have the sash in your hand. You'll see those two little kind of uh, pins sticking out at the at the base of the. You know, the bottom of the sash. In Correct. the jam, you should see yeah. two little places where they go. Yeah. Put one in. Make sure you get the one in the in the channel, in that little sleeve yeah. that it fits into. And then you got to raise it up and get the other one in the same, on the other side. Get the window to be level and then lock it in place and see if that resets the balancer so that the window goes up and down. Still there? Did yeah, it does. Um, it's, yeah, and it actually, so maybe I caught it right this time. It's like, it is, 
it's not moving up and down like butter, but they are 15 years old, you know. But, right. but actually, a couple of them that I have are truly moving up and down like butter. Right. So, right. But so, so you don't want me to do any kind of lubricant. I was afraid to do that, actually. Well, I mean, the thing is, with the infinite, you know, the thing is, a 15-year-old fiberglass window, while it doesn't, you know, they don't, they do expand and contract a little bit. What, you know, what I would probably do, if you pop that out, when you pop that window out, yep. there's a, on the sash itself, is there's like a little channel, right, uh, that goes, yep. that slides inside there? Yep, look at it right now. Okay. How about you try this instead of a lubricant? Because a lubricant can attract dust and dirt. Take a, yeah. sa- take a sanding sponge. Okay. And in that groove, go back and forth ten times on each side. Okay. Okay. Just to take a tiny little bit of the material off. And to smoothen out the fiberglass a little bit and see if okay. that improves. All right, I'll try that. Yeah. Uh, I, just, I, I felt, I don't know about, I wasn't thinking about lubricant attracting dust, but I just thought, you know, discoloring or whatever. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah. But, okay. do, do the yeah. little bit of okay. the sanding, and I bet that'll help. Okay, great. Thanks, Lou. You appreciate your call this morning. Hey, I got to remind you, uh, too, about the Toro giveaway because it's so awesome. Their May giveaway is uh, back for summer. Quite literally, the Toro May product of the month is worth $4,799. It's the Toro 54-inch time-cutting MyRide zero-turn mower. The Toro MyRide suspension system means no more rocky rides. Easy to get back and the tough jobs. It's going to mow acre after acre. It's handcrafted. The seat gives you all kinds of support. It's built like a bull. Modeled after commercial machines, the Toro 54-inch Time Cutter My Ride Zero Turn Mower delivers top technology and exceptional durability. The contest is easy to, to sign up for. Go to wgnradio.com slash contests. That's wgnradio.com slash contests. It ends Sunday, June 4th at 1159 p.m. Central Time, $4,799. The Toro 54-inch time cutter, my ride, zero-turn mower. Go to the website, sign up, you could win. This is an amazing, amazing thing. How about this, Lindsay, also? We've got a Nishnala um, gift card to give away. How about the seventh texter that texts Brandy Old Fashioned to 857 557 Four five six eight will win the Ishnala gift card. Text Brandy Old Fashion, and then Lindsay will text you back the seventh texter to eight five seven five five seven four five six eight, and you could win a gift card for Ishnala. It's minutes from Wisconsin Dells uh, in Lake Delton on Mirror Lake. They're celebrating their seventieth season. Eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. Brandy Alexander. Did I say Brandy Alexander or Brandy Old Fashioned? Either one. Brandy Old Fashioned. Although Brandy Alexander sounds good too. Just text Brandy. Just text Brandy. Bourbon. Bourbon. Whatever. whatever. Yeah, that's fine. We'll get it, and you could win. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Eight five seven five five seven four five six eight is our phone number. I think I just talked to Scott and Wheeling. Who's that? Who is that that I'm talking to on one? Oh, the thank you. So how about that? How about that? How about Mary in Hobart? Hi, Mary. You're on House Smarts Radio. Hi, Lou. Um, I've got a wet and get forget problem. Your first of the day. Okay. Um, I, I sprayed my patio, my concrete patio, and that came out fine. I sprayed it a couple of times, and it's looking really good. 
But when I sprayed the vinyl siding on my house more than once, it streaks. It doesn't. It doesn't clean. Hmm. It gets very streaky. Well, when did you spray it? Um, several weeks ago. Okay, and, what... and I've sprayed it a couple of times. Okay, well, don't, don't overspray it because that can be problematic. So, did you oh. spray it with? Did you use the one on the end of a hose? No, I'm, I had my own hose and I mixed it. You had your own hose and you mixed. It. You mean you put it in a pump sprayer? Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay, and you mixed it per the instructions? Yes. You didn't go extra heavy. Oh, if if one no. cup's good, two cups is better. You didn't do that? No. Okay. No. All right. Um, don't, and is this on the north side of the house? It is on the east side of the house. Okay. And did you do it in direct sunlight? It doesn't, it, and it, no, it doesn't have, it does have an eave over it, so it doesn't get hit with a lot of, Okay. Uh, sunshine. Okay. Let's don't spray it again and give it till the middle of June and see what happens. Okay. I think you have too much product on there. Remember well, the, the, then what happened? Well, the vinyl, remember the vinyl, it's non-porous, right? And if you overspray, it will, it will, you'll have residue there. So now we just need mother nature to do her job. And it will break down and come off of there. In two weeks, if it's not any better, okay, then you probably just have to take a hose to it and spray it all down. But I don't want you to do that yet because I want it to do its job. Okay. Two weeks. Okay. Call me back. All right. I will. Have a safe Thanks. have a safe Memorial Day weekend. I appreciate you calling this morning. Hey, um, when we come back, we're going to talk to my old friend Joe Polina about some of the best plant material you could consider for your yard, bushes and shrubs that are built for our zones and our areas that really will make a difference. But first, this report of WGN Radio News with Don Kleppen. Now back to Lou and House Smarts Radio. There she was, just walking down the street singing. Welcome back to House Smarts Radio, Lou Manfredini. Um, my next guest is uh, somebody... Uh, well, I've, I've known Joe Polina. I was thinking about this, uh, Joe Polina, who is the uh, president of Tommy Polina Landscaping, joining me on the phone line. Joe, we've known each other over 30 years. Yep. Since the good old St. Ignatius days. Oh my gosh. We are, but you know what? We still look good. Darren Dan Tootin. <laughs> well, so, uh, so Joe is a longtime friend of mine. We've worked together. We're friends. We've socialized together. He's got a lovely family, and, and, and it's all good. But you're also a very accomplished uh, landscape contractor, and you have been. How, how long has Tommy Polina Landscaping been in existence? Believe it or not, Lou, this is our 41st year. Wow. Wow. Man, you were a kid when I met you. That's crazy. Yeah, how time flies when you having fun, huh? It is, it is. Well, and so you and I are, are working on a project right now, and uh, I was picking your brain, and, and you know, I, I, I know enough about landscaping just because I know what I like, but I'm not super specific. And uh, I, one of the funny things that happened while you and I were walking around uh, looking at this project, you know, you know, you're like, in all this ground cover, we're going to clean up this ground cover. And I said, what kind of ground cover is that? And he goes, I don't know. And you... <laughs> And you took out your phone with some crazy app, and you took a picture, and then you're like, oh, it's some ground cover from Canada. And to your point is like, yeah, you've been doing this for 41 years, but there's so many plants, you can't know everything. 
I can't keep track of them. And every week, every month, every year, they come up with new stuff. I'm doing a job today. We're using black mondo grass, okay? It's a special order. Got to hope it makes it through the winter. I don't think so. But, right. you know, people always see this stuff on the internet and say, can you get that? I'm like, I'll try, you know. Well, and so that's and that's why I wanted to talk to you today because we were talking about this project and we want to make it simple and easy to to go, uh, you know, to, to maintain. And I think that I would imagine for a lot of your clients, you know, what, where I'm sure that some designs can be super elaborate and, you know, it, it takes a lot of care and uh, TLC to keep stuff alive. But there are some go-to plants that can provide, um, you know, consistency that are designed to, uh, uh, you know, live and and thrive in our climate, and and choosing the right ones can be critical. And it all starts with the zone, right? With the the plants. Absolutely, you have to pick out a plant that obviously grows in this area. You know, obviously, a lot of times people see. You know, a lot of uh, tropicals, you know, that's nice for the flower pots, but they won't make it through the winter. So the plant, you know, zoning is very important. The other thing is also is exposure to sunlight. You know, you're facing east or you're facing west. That makes a big difference. Mm. Also drainage, you know, I mean, you've got to make sure that, you know, the, the, if you're in a new subdivision, you've got to be careful you're not planting in clay. Right. Now, you also always have to be careful you have drainage, so... When you feel there's a low spot, you know, you don't drown it. And then if you do have a low spot, you know, you got to put in things like red twig dogwoods or airwood viburnums, you know, things that will do well in that spot. And then you got to think about, okay, do I want an evergreen here or do I want something to drop the leaves? Well, if it drops the leaves, then the next decision is, do I want spring flowers or do I want fall color? Right. So there's a couple of variables, you know, to keep in mind when you're doing this. You know, and that's what we ask when we first meet with the customer. We say, okay, are you more an evergreen person? What do you want to see in the winter? Do you want to block off the neighbors? you want spring color? You know, what do you like? And once we get a feeling from them, then we design, you know, uh, based on their, you know, the, the taste and, and the recommendations. So here kind of in the Chicagoland area, uh, what, what zone when you're looking – you know, when you go online and you say, oh, that looks amazing. But but what a lot of times even those online sources will give you like this plant is designed for this. What zone are we in? This is zone five. If you're really, really close to the lake, you can get away with zone six if you're lucky. And yes, I know that people like to, you know, push the envelope. But if you go with zone five, you will be safe. Got it. Got it. And then... Um, Talking about like you, you mentioned a little bit about those bushes and shrubs. With if you let's talk about mm-hmm. evergreens. What are some really hardy evergreens that people could consider? Um, you know, putting in their in their uh, yards that you know could would would really you know last the test of time and and grow and thrive and look nice. A couple of different varieties. First of all, if you if you want something tall that's going to give you blockage and you have shade. You know, you look at things like white pines or hemlocks. If you have a little bit of sunlight, you go to things like spruces mm. If you uh, or uh, concolor firs, which is beautiful. It's got that beautiful color on it. You know, if you're thinking about maybe blocking off some garbage cans or AC unit or a gas meter, you know, you can go with uh, either Hicks use, it's Y-E-W-S, mm. or Dense use, which are bull evergreens, or the new favorite nowadays is the boxwood. Everybody loves boxwood. Really? You know, you could use that. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's 
a lot of nurseries can't keep them in you know can't keep them in, in stock because um, they just go out so fast. And there's a there's and a there's nice varieties. There's a lot of varieties in the boxwoods too, right? Yes, yeah. The, you know, there's a green mountain that grows you know more of an upright. There's a green velvet that grows round. There's a Glencoe boxwood developed by Botanic Gardens that's supposed to withstand the Chicago winters. Hmm. You know, there's a bunch of different varieties, you know, but it really depends if you're looking for height or you're looking for something that's going to spread. Right. But, you know, they make a nice hedge. If you're doing like a formal setting, I mean, to have a boxwood hedge with an English cut, 45 degrees on both sides, it looks beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And what about, um, what about like flowering bushes? You know, you mentioned, I mean, those I would imagine, bushes and or trees, those are the ones that are typically going to lose their leaves in the winter, but... Um, you, mm-hmm. you mentioned that when you want it to flower matters, but what are some good choices for people there? Well, um, a, a um, exception to the rule is the rhododendron. Rhododendron mm. will flower in the spring, but also be an evergreen. Mm. But there's also, like right now, you're going to see, if you drive around, you see the lilacs are flowering at this point. Right. The the miniature lilacs, the, door, the regular lilacs already flowered before that in the spring, if you want early spring. You go with forsythias, and those flower yellow. You have the Bronx forsythia, which is short, and the sunrise or the meadowlark, which is, gets taller, up to eight feet tall. Uh, in the middle of summer, there is Rosa Sharon. There is Cornus moss. Uh, there's uh, the red buds that flowers in the spring, you know, late spring. Right. One that we use a lot, and because it's, it's different, is called the Japanese tree lilac, which comes in single stem and multi-stem or a clump form. And what I like about that one, Lou, is it flowers like around mid to late June, everything else is done. Right. So, you know, you're trying to extend the flowering season a little bit longer. So when you come out in the yard, you go, oh, look, the other, the, the new trees flower. <laughs> you know, something different. Right. You, 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 mentioned, um, you mentioned, you know, depending on where you live and the soil, that really has so much to do with it. And, and, I, and I know that, you know, part of your business, something that you guys have, have really focused on at Tommy Polina is drainage and yards. I realize it's been a little dry, but there's a lot of us that, uh, you know, have homes that maybe they've got the puddles. And, you know, if you get that kind of water sitting there, it's it's hard for anything to survive in that kind of environment. Absolutely. And there are plants that will go ahead and tolerate as we say in the business, you know, keeping their feet wet. Right. And and that the best thing that I always recommend, and also, you know, the nice little extra bonus for that is a winter color, is the red twig dogwood. The branches in there turn red in the fall. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen them, like, in, in oh, uh, Christmas yeah. decorations. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I mean, they're they're great. I mean, they like a nice color on them. There's also one uh, dwarf variety called the Isanti, which is short, so it doesn't get real big. And there's one with the variegated leaves on it, uh, ivory glow. So, you know, there's a lot of different. Another one that you could use in wet conditions is called the uh, arrowwood viburnum. Hmm. And it, it's really, you know, flowers in the spring, fall color. Yeah, it's a viburnum that is non-fragrant versus, like, things like the Korean spice and the carlesii and the judd, which, you know, you walk out the front door, you go, oh, my God, it smells wonderful. Yeah. You know? Uh, and, you know, there's a lot. we usually put those by the front door. You know, when you come out of the front of the house, I want you to get a, a good whiff of Mother Nature, you know, <laughs> and make sure you smell that lilac, smell that 
you know, they if I burn them, you know, it's something that. they go, like, oh my God, look at yeah. it, spring is here. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love that. So, and then when it comes to trees, there's a bunch of trees also. You know, the one that comes to mind is the alder. The other one is the birch. Those will handle, you know, some water. But then if you get a lot of water standing by, then, you know, you, you, you need to get rid of it with either a swale or a drain tile. You know, not everything is going to tolerate having their feet wet for a long time. And that's something you guys have focused on is is kind of doing that topography, figuring out what's going on. And um, at Tommy Polina, you, got, you can help people uh, with a, a combination of drain tile in the yard, maybe even a pit if you needed it, but then also building using nature to kind of guide the water as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. Whatever possible, we try to use uh, this wonderful thing called gravity to get the water away from the house. <laughs> you know, we'll, we regrade the area. You know, we shoot it with the laser, make sure we have pitch. If there's a lot of water and the customer wants to get rid of it right away, you know, in the middle of the swale, we'll put in a French drain with, you know, 12-inch, you know, openings for the water to come in. And then depending on the municipality, you either... You know, have a discharge in the front of the house right. or in the parkway or sometimes, you know, the, some suburbs they make us connect to the storm drain. The trend lately in the business, though, has been to let Mother Nature absorb as much as possible. And then whatever she can, then it goes out into the storm drain. Right. Right. That's good. Good to know. All right. If people want to get a hold of you, Joe, and uh, learn more about the, all the different services at Tommy Polina Landscaping, how do they do that? You could reach us at info at TommyPolina.com, or you could always call at 847-698-6868. Always nice to talk to you, my friend. I uh, hope you have a great rest of your weekend. Likewise. You're listening, Thank you. You're Thank listening you, to House Smarts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. Our phone number is 857-557-4LOU, 857-557-4568. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. It's never easy coming home to a flooded living room or getting news that your roof needs replacing or that your toilet has been leaking to the neighbor below. If you're having difficulty coping and have unanswered questions about your home, we want you to know you're not alone and you've come to the right place because here... We're not booing. We're looing. <laughs> That's right. You're tuned in to Lou Manfredini and he's taking your calls live right here on House Smarts Radio. Welcome back. 857-557-4LOU. Hey, the winner of our Ishnala $100 gift card is uh, Sharon in Schaumburg. Congratulations, Sharon. Ishnala Supper Club, minutes from Wisconsin Dells in Lake Delton on Mirror Lake, celebrating their 70th season. 857-557-4LOU is our phone number. This is uh, Ruth in Seneca. Hi, Ruth. You're on House March Radio. Hi. I'm trying to find out how to best get a... Uh, I, I want to paint my front steps. It's just a concrete step, you know, two steps and um, porch, whatever you want to call it. It's yeah. a small area, one, three by three. Um, I saw another house with black paint on it and I just love the look of it and so I bought some Dutch boy paint concrete paint and I just want to make sure before we paint it um, that we're preparing it correctly or if there's anything to watch out for before we do this well is the is the concrete in decent shape 
Right. I mean, the house is like 40 years old, but it's, you know, the concrete's good. Yeah. There there have been plants sitting up on it, so I'm assuming it needs to be washed well, and I don't know what you recommend for washing it first before we paint. Why don't you just do something as simple as um, like a solution of warm water and dish soap? Okay. Scrub it, right? Let it sit there for mm-hmm. a little bit. Rinse it really well. Let that dry. And then go ahead and paint. Okay. I, You know, being as it's going to be a color now instead of just plain concrete, I thought... Better check with Lou Manfredini yeah. before well, we do this. One so. other one other thing, Ruth, is that if you can avoid doing it in direct sunlight, so that okay. so it as it dries, it dries more slowly. That would be advantageous. Okay, it's to the north of the house. Okay, so, that so that's good. Should, and then, yeah. and then the other thing in the winter time, when it comes to winter, if you can avoid yep. using a metal blade shovel. To clear the snow, that would be helpful too. Okay. Well, we'll have to go with the snow forecast for that. Right. Um, what about my husband thought he'd use the power washer on it? That's even better. Should, if you have one, better. sure, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Okay, great. Thank you so much. All right. Have a great, safe uh-huh. Memorial Day weekend. Uh-huh. You too. Bye now. Bye bye. Um, we're broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studios, and the news is next. From the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom, don't go away. More House Merch Radio coming up. I may not be living in Chicago, but I can still listen to my dad on House Merch Radio. It's like I can't shake the guy. Now I know how my mom feels. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny! It's so cheesy. Ah, full of bad dad jokes. I know that's exactly how you wrote it to be read, too. Now back to Lou Manfredini (laughs) and House Smarts Radio. Riding on the city of New Orleans. You know, the good thing about the college graduation is uh, I get all my kids in town. Monday morning. Al's in from uh, New Orleans, and Carmen's in from Grand Rapids, and we're all going to be together to go see Max uh, graduate. Don Kleppen used the word of the day, and I could hear it in the story. I could hear him like a train, like the city of New Orleans. <laughs> he was building up to it. And I had to get Bob Ferguson. I'm like, bring me up. I got to hit the whistle. Totally. That was awesome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well no done. brakes on this train. Well, no brakes. No, this train keeps, train keeps rolling. Yeah, buddy. You know, Lindsay, I suppose you're sort of like, uh, you're like Mary Beth in when we play this, ga- we play this game called, um, when we all get around in the summertime, it's a fun family game. This is a good fun family game. It's called, um, it's called uh, Empire. Have you ever I played this it. game? Mm-hmm. You've played the game. Have yes. any of you played this game, Empire? No. no, it doesn't sound familiar. Okay. So the way that the game Empire plays is that you all come up with a name of a famous person. Now, it's got to be somebody that everyone would know. But it could be Aaron Judge, or it could be Bob Newhart, or whatever it is, right? And so then... Mary Beth's always the judge, right? So she writes all these names down. Then as a group, we're all in the thing. And each individual... And so you are, in other words, Andy, you would be your Aaron judge. Okay. And Don... And and you try to go with, like, I've been Taylor Swift. But see, then the kids kind of were like, oh, yeah, Uncle Lou would be Taylor Swift. You know what I mean? (laughs) But so then you go... (laughs) Typical... Typical. He loves to. He's a Swifty. So then, you know, so I, so Lindsay would say, Andy, 
are you Taylor Swift? And you go, no. no. And then now it's your turn. And then you say, Lindsay, are you Taylor Swift? And she says, yes. So now Lindsay. Wait, be- but did you say the part of the, like, everybody says their name twice. Oh, yeah. So right, then right, all, so around. then the judge, Mary Beth would be the judge. She reads all of the names. So, you know, if there's 30 people, there's 30 names. Ah, okay. Bob Newhart, Aaron Judge, Taylor Swift, the, uh, who, who, uh, Cheech and Chong. See what I'm doing there? Yeah. <laughs> right, whatever. And then you read it. So you only read it twice. So now you got to remember all the names. And so what happens is now you guess that Lindsay Andy is Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. She's now part of your empire. Ah. Oh, interesting. So now the two of you were like, remember, remember, nobody has said. And what happens is there's always one person and one name that nobody can remember. That you forget. Because mm. there's 30 names. Okay. I'm getting there. So Mary Beth's always the judge, and she keeps track. So, Lindsay, you come up with the word of the day, but you never use the word of the day. Ah. See where I'm going? see where you're going. Right. Well, you know. Everyone has the role. Right, exactly. And right. I do try to use it, in the, and then you usually take it for me. I have, like, an idea, and then you'll, like, take the word, the sentence right out of my mouth. And then that, yeah, that first segment is off it. the top. Right. So, anyway, Empire, good group game. Right? That sounds fun. It's a lot of fun. And then you, what happens is then as you keep guessing, so then, you know, Andy and Lindsay was like, Don, are you so-and-so? Yeah, now the three of you are there. And then oh. it ends up that you're all like this. And then you have multiple people trying to guess. Right, right. You can team But up. then there could be a time where, and then usually the judge will say, there's two names that haven't been guessed. And everyone's racking their brain, mm-hmm. trying to come up with Queen Elizabeth. Flo so the fun. dog. Like you need a bigger... The bigger the group, the better. Yeah, The bigger the group, the better. Right. Like, you want at least 10 people. It's so fun. Called Empire. It's a good one. Hmm. It's your summer game. 857-557-4LU. 857-557-4568. This is Paul in Glenview. Hi, Paul. You're on House Marts Radio. Three. Actually, this might be Chris. This might be Chris. Hi, Chris. Chris? Hi, this is Chris of Mount Prospect. Yeah. (laughs) Missed it by... Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, no, it doesn't work. Missed it by that much. How may I help you, Chris? So I have um, uh, oak treads, oak stairs going down to the basement. Um, They're probably about 10 years old, and the finish is coming off, and I was wondering the best way to get the finish, uh, the old finish off, or like, do I use steel wool, sandpaper, and then... What do I um, cover it with? Do you want it to be oak again? Yes. Okay. Yes. I. It's not. It's just worn in a few um, spots, like where your feet hit the the yeah, track. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. gray yet. Yeah. Um, but it looks like the, the. It needs to be done now before it, it gets, gets worse. worse. And do you want to do this yourself? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I want you to buy a random orbit sander. Oh, I got one of those. Perfect. I want you to make sure you have some medium grit sandpaper, which will be like an 80 grit. Okay, I got that. And then I also want you to buy like 120 grit. Okay. Sand each one of those treads down nice and smoothly, side to side, get them as smooth as possible with the medium. Okay. Then go back okay. over, then go back over with the fine so that I got a nice, clean, smooth finish. Okay. Then you're going to apply waterborne polyurethane with a foam brush 
to the treads. Now, are these stained okay. or are they just natural? They're stained. Okay, They're so stained. do you want to stain them? I'd, I'd prefer not to go through the process of restaining and just put a coat of okay. poly on. So the, o- the only thing, yeah, the only thing that worries me is that when you sand it, if you sand it and the color is not consistent before you put anything on, okay, you're staining. Okay. And then you stain it, give it 24 hours, then you'll put the poly on. That dries okay. in the okay. waterborne polyurethane. It dries in a couple hours. Take some um, fine steel wool with the grain and knock down the grain because it's going to lift the grain up a little bit. Okay. Brush that off, like with a, a damp cloth. Get all that off. Another full okay. full coat of polyurethane. The grain okay. might raise again. Knock that down a little bit. A final coat, and you're done. Okay. Great. Great. Wonderful. Now. I have some Minwax uh, polycrylic. Is that the stuff I should use? Yes. Just make sure that it's, you know, not more than two years old. old. Yeah. Okay. I'll buy more. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Lou. You I uh, love listening to you. I have your podcast and my trips to Michigan. That's all I listen to. You're so kind. Thank you very much. Have a safe <laughs> Memorial Day weekend. Thank you. You too. Eight five seven five five seven four. Lou is our phone number. We will take a quick break and we'll be back right after this. Hi, good morning. Thank you. I I love your show. You teach me so much about homes that I never knew, and I really appreciate it. You're listening to Lou. Hi, Lou. I have a stamped concrete pool deck, and some of the corners on it are starting to chip. And he's here to help you. I have a question about repiping my house. Now back to your host, Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. Welcome back, House Smarts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. They keep trying to tell me eight five seven five five seven four Lou. All you want to do is use me. Back to the phone lines. This is Paul in Glenview. Hey, Paul. Good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning, Lou. Thanks for taking my call, and also thank you for the homage to Tina Turner. I was fortunate enough to be in the music industry for a good run, including from 92 to 96 with Capitol Records when we had Tina Turner. And uh, all I could say it was like being with royalty when wow. I spent a little time with her. She was she was as gracious and as special in person as she was on stage. And uh, I sent out a photo this week to my, my network, and I got as many comments about her as I did about how I looked back then. I had a, a very uh, kind of... Uh, unique, distinguished mustache and goatee, and I guess a little bit of a mullet back in the day, so it was, uh, <laughs> I got feedback on both. It was, uh, it was a nice retro uh, situation. Wow, so, that's, again, so, cool. that's so cool. She that's so cool. She was a so special cool. woman. So, switching from that to uh, my home situation, um, my wife has been granted a special, uh, I guess, smell scent that's way beyond what I'm capable of. So she smelled something long before I ever do, and she right. noticed we're getting a smell from our basement that smells like sewer gas, and it's kind of coming up the stairs and, and infiltrating the house. And I'm suspecting it's either coming from our sump pump, which really rarely ever gets used or initiated, and we probably should get that checked. But we also have a toilet that's downstairs that's still there but non-functioning, and every so often I have to pour a bucket of water down there 
to just make sure the sewer gas doesn't come up. And my, my suspicion is if that's the culprit and if that's the case, we've been talking about having that toilet removed and just capped for whoever will be the next purchaser of our house in the not-too-distant future. But I'm just wondering if you have any other thoughts as to where a sewer gas smell could be coming from. Well, I mean, the toilet that's there now, you, you have obviously put the water in there and this odor is still there? Yes, but, you know, maybe we're not putting water down there often enough. I mean, so I see. if, yeah. you know, we don't do it every day. We do it every few days or once I a see, week. I see, I see, I so see. It, so it, it loses yeah. that much water that quickly. Yeah, when I, when I pour a bucket of water down there, it, it goes flushes. down right away. Yeah. But there's no, yeah, there's no, but there's no water pooling and staying there. So, yeah. you know. Um, I'd pull, this is, I, so what that, I would start with. Having the toilet pulled, have the plumber put in what's called a test cap, which is a rubber, it'll be like a four-inch, it's metal on both sides, but it's got a rubber gasket, and it has a big wing nut on it, and they'll just tighten it up, and it'll seal that floor drain, that what's called a closet flange, and seal it permanently so that there's, because there's no trap, the trap is in the toilet itself. And um, without that holding any water, you'll get odor in that basement. Okay. So, And for the short term, um, you know, we've talked about fresh wave or, or one of those odor, odor absorbers in the meantime until we do that. Would you say that's kind of the best short-term course of that? Well, it'll, it'll grab the odor and help to mask it a little bit. And, you know, ultimately, I mean... I guess, you know, it would eliminate it a little bit. Um, and, yeah, sure, I have no problem with that. With the sump pump, you know, if you go over there and put your, if you have your your wife with her sensitive nose go by the sump pump pit and smell that and see if she's getting an odor from that, then it might be as easy as just cleaning the sidewalls with, a like, a toilet brush and some, you know, dish soap or, or pine saw or something, just scrubbing the sides. But typically the fresh water that comes into a sump pump doesn't have a lot of odor. But sure, bacteria and, you know, gunk can build up on the side and that can be smelly. And if you clean that, just really clean it, that can have an effect as well. But based on how you're describing the issue with the toilet, that makes it sound like that's where the, that's the culprit of the issue. And do we have to have a plumber remove the toilet, or could our good handyman do that? I mean, you could have a good handyman re- remove the toilet and then cap it, of course. Okay. Okay, yeah. great. Um, and if, if I have another minute, I just have another unrelated question. Sure. Um, on our front sidewalk, um, there is kind of a, a composite granite that's an overlay to the regular cement, and that composite that composite material is starting to flake and chip away without having to replace everything. Is it possible to have that top layer taken off and just go back to the regular cement underneath? Could somebody do that, or would we have to replace everything? Was that a, some type of epoxy that was put over the top of it? Yeah, yeah. it looks like it was kind of some type of aesthetic epoxy that's kind of like, you know, copper-colored. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it just looks like sort of a, I don't know, It's it's kind of like... Uh, it's like a it's like a composite look, you know. But it's perm. It's, it's but it's bond. But it's bonded to the concrete, right? It's not like you can just lift it off. 
Correct. It's bonded yeah. to the concrete, but it's it's coming off and it's flaking away, and it looks like there's pristine concrete underneath. So mm-hmm. I'm just wondering: is there a way somebody like uh, you know Andreas and Sons or somebody like that can they come and take off that layer and have the concrete underneath kind of be back on on top again? The short answer is maybe. Uh, I mean, the thing is, is that if it, you know, while you have areas of it where it's, you know, flaking off and you can see it like, oh, look, the concrete looks great. There might be other areas where it's super bonded and it may not come up and it might not be worth the effort to try and get that up because then you really don't know what you have. In other words, right now you see the spot that looks like pristine, but then there could be one pad that's cracked and broken. And then they have to, you know, and the epoxy's kind of covering that up or the flakiness or maybe there was pitting. And, you know, based on your description, it might be less expensive and easier to just replace the concrete. Okay. And is concrete going to be less expensive than if we went to the paver the paver route? It'll be your least expensive uh, option. You know, pavers will be more expensive, of course. Right. Okay. All right, Lou, thanks for all your wisdom, as always. Very, very much appreciated. Hope you have a great holiday weekend. Thank you. You as well. I appreciate you calling this morning. It's 9.30 in the morning. We'll do our Just Text Me segment coming up after this report of WGN Radio News. Time for Just Text Me. How do you do this? Maybe it's your fingernails. It's easy. Look. It's that easy. And sent. Now back to your host, Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. It's so We still talk at 857-5574-LOU, but you can also text us our Just Text Me segment, sponsored by Your Name Here. Do you have some text messages for me this morning? Yes, I do, Lou. My first one is from, I don't know, but it goes like this. Good morning. <laughs> deck was stained. Our deck was stained last year. It was the first year... It was stained. It was done professionally. The wood this year it looks a little dry. The wood is looking a little dry. Is the is that common or can a stained deck be treated in some way without compromising stain job that looks great? Looks a little dry. Well, you know the thing is when the deck is old, it it, it can dry out. Uh, there is no like moisturizer that you can put on there, but it might be that you just need to clean it. If it was stained before. Just do something as simple as a hose, a broom, and a light solution of dish soap. And scrub it, you know, lightly, not like, don't bear down on it, but just back and forth a little bit, rinse it, and see if just by getting a little bit of the dirt away, it looks a little nicer, and that won't compromise the stain at all. It just cleans it up. Thanks, Lou. Next, how do you keep fountain water from turning green? We use the algae inhibitor, and it doesn't work. Barb. Well, you got to be careful because I'm imagining that the birds are drinking it too. So we don't want to put, like, wet and forget in there. Um, hmm. That's tough. You know the thing is, we need a little sunlight on that bird bath. So if the if it's possible to get some sun to, on it, that may help without having to do any additive. It, it doesn't say if she has a pump or anything like that, right? On the no, okay. Try and move the bird bath into the sun so it's not in the shade. Um, 
then the water will be warm. But, you know, it, what bird doesn't want a warm bath? Wait, I'm so excited about next week's Noodaloo to earn our interview. I was just going to ask you. Okay. I don't even want to give this away yet, but you saw the guy's name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, ah. Uh, I didn't even put that together. Oh, my God. That was the first thing I said to him. <laughs> like, talk about it. It's like out of central casting. Next week's interview is a product, and I'm going to use the term now because I used it in the interview, that Lindsay and her family, as John Williams would say, are cuckoo bananas about. You love it. Cuckoo bananas. No one is more excited than... Actually, no one's more excited than my husband right, about this. Right, right. So this thing is cuckoo bananas for the Smithwick family, and it's called the Bird Buddy. I don't want to give too much away, but what you got to wait for is the guy's name that founded the company, so which is hilarious. I, I go, did you change your name? And he goes, no. <laughs> All right, how about one more? All right, last one. Morning, Lou. I have coriander counters. Coriander? Not coriander. What do you say? How do you say it? Corian? No, it says coriander. Coriander would be a spice. Yeah. I don't think it's a spice. I didn't think that sounded right. Right. How about a corian? Keep going. He has a funny little thing going here. There's little holes in a certain area because of an aggressive chef who chops coriander. (laughs) (laughs) I added that. Can I get those little holes buffed out? I have my chopping board on top of that area now, but I want to put my chopping board away. If it is truly Corian countertop, that is a renewable surface. And so, yes, you can sand that area. Don't don't just sand that area. you got to go across the whole surface with a very fine sandpaper, back and forth. Do it all by hand. But if there is a shiny finish to the corian you've got to use then an emery cloth and then a scotch bright pad to bring the shine back to kind of buff it out this is an easy thing to do i'm sure you can find a youtube video on it to buff out stuff you know on corian countertops just so you can get an idea of what you're going to be doing because you want to get this right but the beauty part of solid surface material is that it's all the way through. So the color and the texture, you know, and the flakes that you see goes all the way through the material and that you can get it back for sure. That's our Just Text Me segment. 857-5574-LOU. Back to the phone lines. This is Brad in Chicago. Hey, Brad, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning, Lou. Good morning. How are you today? I'm doing well, sir. How may I help you? So, Lou, we have a bluestone patio in our backyard. It was professionally installed probably 15 years ago. Uh, my wife likes to have all sorts of vines and what have you on the fences, and we're getting a lot of weed, you know, weed growth or whatever between those stones. So, first of all, what should I use to kill the weeds? What Agent Orange product do oh, we no. use to kill the weeds completely so that they never come back? That's number one. And then second, the, the roots of these weeds, of course, are making the stones no longer level. Right. Is, that, is leveling these stones out a job that I can do, or do I really need to get somebody who is far more knowledgeable than me? Well, I mean... Okay, so first of all, on the weed killer, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you in a different direction than some Agent Orange thing. Um, 
Bonide makes a product called Burnout, which is a um, organic vinegar-based weed killer that's super effective. So I want you to use Burnout. That. Okay. Burnout from Bonide. Okay. I think I don't know that it's. Or, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure if it's organic, but it's not the harsh, harsh chemicals of like a Roundup. That is just you know. I know it's still on the market and people buy it and people use it and it's effective, but there's a lot of conversation about that product and the health and safety of it. And my advice is that you steer clear of it, right? Just everything that I read about it, it's just not worth it. So I would spray the burnout and, um, and that will kill the weeds. You you may have to use a little bit more of the product, but it's safe to use on the stones. You know, you're going to kind of look at, okay, this stone needs to come down over here. And when you lift it up, my guess is you're going to find a little setting stone or sand underneath there that maybe you got to peel away, you know, and and to, to lower it or pull the roots out, whatever it may be. Whatever sand or stone you remove, keep a bucket by on hand and put it in there because the sand and the stone you take away from one, you may need to add to the other. Right. Capiche? Okay. So just... And if yeah, it's I, if it's not a ton of work, you know, if it's a half a dozen stones, absolutely you can do that yourself. If it's the whole walkway where, you know, it's going to take a couple of people half a day to do, then, yeah, you should probably hire somebody to come in and do it. Okay, great. Well, I appreciate it. Have a safe Memorial Day weekend. I appreciate you calling this morning. It is 945 in the morning. We're broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studios. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. On air, online, all the time. Chicago, WGN. It's me, Lou Manfredini, for the Gilkey Window Company. You've heard me talk about these great windows for over 25 years. The Gilkey family has owned and operated the business. Wait, I'm just thinking about the 25 years in Gilkey Windows. And, Lindsay, I sent a picture to last night where Max and I and Mary Beth were standing there on his graduation. And what was your comment? You and I started working together when Max was six. Six. And he's 22. That's older than my youngest daughter now. or that's, I'm sorry, that's younger than my youngest daughter. Yeah. So Sydney's eight. But you still look the same. Obviously. Right. Uh, yes, good morning, sir. During the first polar vortex, we were having <laughs> problems in our bedroom. On the west wall. What kind of question is this? I, these are not the kinds of questions I'm going to be answering if you're having problems in the bedroom. <laughs> He'll take just about any question, but he won't go there. Now back to Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. <laughs> Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. No bedroom questions. Not that kind of show. This is uh, Pete in Norwich. Yes, Pete, hi. Good morning. Morning, Lou. Uh, I talked to you last week. Where I talked to stone cutters, and they're going to come out and look at my front steps. But I'm looking at uh, railings, and you uh, suggested this Bob Jacks. I went there, and they only do the wood fencing for, like, decks and yards. Do you have any other? We were looking for, uh, like, a wrought iron or something like that, but 
I didn't care for what I saw at the big box store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I got a, I got a, yes. Um, remind me, oh, you're in Norwich. Yeah, they'll probably go to Norwich. Yes. They'll go to, um, so I've done business with these guys, my gosh, for 150 years, literally. Oh, uh, that, that all? Yeah. Um, it's a company called Chicago's Finest Ironworks. I think I remember, I looked up something, and I remember seeing in the library, I went to the library and looked up some. I remember the Chicago Finest they're, they're south. They're south, but they travel all over the place. You got a pen or a pencil? Okay. Yes, I have pen. 708-895-4484. John okay. and Brian have been in business for a long time. These guys are probably just two of the best individuals that I know, and they make great wrought iron railings. They do all kinds of iron and steel work, and uh, they should be able to help you out. What's the first one's name? I got Brian. What, what's the other John, one? Brian and John. John, okay. Okay, thank you, Lou. I'll keep in touch with you. Yeah, keep, keep, keep me posted. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing how it all t- turns out for you. All right, well, you have a guy coming from uh, Stonecutters next, or sometime after next week, probably. And good. He's going to look at our stuff. Good, 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 good. Well, I hope you have okay. a safe Memorial Day weekend. Oh, same to you, Lou. Thank you and your family. Thank you. Appreciate it. 857 557 857 Hey, you know what? Our last call is sponsored by Mitsubishi Electric. When heating and cooling your home, Mitsubishi Electric, that's the last call you need to make. That last caller this morning is going to be Tom in Burlington. Hey, Tom, you're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning. Hi, Lou. Hey, thanks. I appreciate it. So I've got a 100-year-old bungalow up near Lake Geneva, and I'm taking out the old um, sash windows to repair them because uh, I've got peeling, cracked paint that's probably about 100 years old on the exterior. And so I'm, I'm trying to get the, uh, the paint removed from, uh, what are they called, six panes on the top and one on the bottom. Wow. And so... I'm just having a hell of a time, especially around the little curves and such that are on the what do you call them? The tines? Yeah. No, the divided the divide the that. divided light frames, right? Yes. So yeah, what are what are time. you what are you using as a stripper? Um, I have just been using uh, scrapers. Okay. A- I- and then. Uh, to get the putty or the glazing out, that's another problem, but I, I'm using steam to try and make that soften up and get that out. All right. I think what you need to do is, so you're actually taking the sashes out. Oh, yeah. Okay. There is a stripper, a paint stripper, called, did you have the ability to write something down? Uh, I can juggle. <laughs> okay, hit me. Dumond. D U D U M O N D is in dog. Right. This is a paint stripper that I kind of discovered and fell in love with at the International Builders Show several years ago. And it is a white, almost looks like hand cream, 
that you can put your hands in and it won't burn you, although I do want you to wear gloves when you do this. And I want you to paint this onto the sashes and then let it sit there. And then you're going to use a combination of a scraper and a wire Mm -hmm. stripping brush. They have these small stripping brushes, you know, that are like giant toothbrushes. And and the paint's going to come off. Okay. They, I've mentioned this on the radio before, they just did a, a complete paint restoration of the Eiffel Tower, and this is what they used. All right, because it's the curved little intricate parts that yeah, yeah, yeah. are driving me crazy. So you're going to get you're gonna get that in there, the nooks and crannies, and then the brush, the stripping brush, like a brass stripping brush, back and forth, in combination yeah. with this, we'll get all that off. Then you're going to lightly sand it down and then paint it. What I'm unclear of on the Dumond is, and you need to read this on the directions, about uh, its exposure to the glass. I don't think it's going to hurt the glass, but just double-check what it says about it, because you may need to do some sort of taping of the glass prior to right. this. Sure. Okay, yeah, because it's all 100-year-old waste. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a big job, my friend. Oh, I yeah. Make sure you're doing it. No one wants to help. No, of course not. Yeah, and you know what? Can I tell you, Tom? Don't call me. I'm not coming over. Okay. (laughs) All right. Thanks for your honesty. My my kids won't come over either. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, sorry, Dad. I'm not available. Yeah, amen. All right, good luck. Okay, thanks much. You got it. Okay, have a safe bye. have a safe weekend. I appreciate you calling this morning. Uh, we're broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studio. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Uh, this Memorial Day uh, weekend uh, coming up. The uh, yeah, I always find it funny when people say Happy Memorial Day. You know, because that's kind of not what it's about. So just remember, on Memorial Day, may we never forget those who made the ultimate sacrifice for our freedom. Enjoy the day with your loved ones, and don't forget to think about those who served and sacrificed this Memorial Day. That's really what it's all about. A lot of people have worked very hard for us to do things like host a radio show and raise our families and go to work and. Um, we just got to remember that because uh, that is something for sure that uh, is super important this Memorial Day weekend. I hope you all have a, a very safe Memorial Day weekend and you're with the people that you love. A big one more time congratulations to our son Max who's graduated from college. Super proud of you.